somewhere in space. This may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. until midnight. Exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV, and entertainment news. For a free lifetime subscription, check out our website on starburstmagazine.com. to Starburst Radio and this is a very very special edition of Starburst Radio because it's an archive we've actually discovered something Chris what's that then we found a recording of three of the first episodes that we didn't no, no, think no, no, we'd no. got I, th- I thought we were burying these no no what's happened is we thought that we hadn't got them or in a format that we could use as soon as we started getting the show together we were going to be producing a podcast at a later date and the 
podcast has gone up and some people are listening to it and some people are saying, well, what about these first ones? What about the first ever one you did? And I look back into the archive of all the footage we got and all the recordings we got and I had a chat with somebody and he said, I can bring this up to a standard that will be able to be broadcast. So, after a lot of hard work, the first ever episode of the Starburst radio show is now here and it's been edited and uh, only the bits yeah, that what, weren't what do you mean usable. edited? Oh, no, listen, this is live and uncut, but right. when I say edited, I mean the it's had the levels, the, the mic ah, levels right. were all wrong. So we didn't everything. say anything too controversial? Then, no, no, no. There's, we're dead it's professional not now, editing on content at all, believe yeah. me. Uh, it's warts and all, the same show you get <laughs> every single week, all the same problems. Um, the, yeah, on this one, we were like monkeys trying to fly the space shuttle. The uh, the levels were all over the place. It's not perfect. I mean, it really it's more of a shambolic mess than you're even used to right now. However, there are some interesting moments in there, and I think it'd be wrong if we didn't share. I guess so. Yeah. Well, what do we talk about on this episode? Because it was so long ago, I can't even well, remember. Well, this we went. We had been to see um, Battle Los Angeles. Oh God! Right. And so we end, and now. you. Seem to be quite uh, um, quite an expert on Jamie Lee Curtis and her her manhood. I don't remember. So, this. well, this gets discussed in the show. Well, I'm going to have to have a listen to this before Absolutely. it goes out. Oh yeah, I mean, we go into depth on a lot of things. Um, Hugh Jackman and his his weight gain program gets discussed. And oh, didn't they have a guest in, Mr. Chris Booth? Chris Brooks. Uh, yeah. he'll be Brooks. he'll be glad oh, you gosh. remembered his name. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we Chris, seen if him you're listening. Well. I'm sorry, what can I say? But you are always known as Beardy Chris to us, so what can we do? Now, the uh, the yeah, the the violent bit where the, the, the handbags come out, I'm afraid, is the uh, bone of contention. This is a bone of contention without the bone of contention soundbite that we have. See, we didn't have that. Now, I thought, here you go, should I have done a George Lucas on this? Yeah. Should I have inserted that even inserted. though we didn't have it inserted into the show should I have edited no, it no. and put that in no we can't be doing a Lucas on it can't we not yeah. a special edition we just polish it up so we're more professional and what was the bone of contention old old Star Wars versus new prequels versus sequels Sadly well they're not really sequels are they no. originals versus prequels originals versus prequels yes yeah, indeed yeah, yeah. <laughs> hence you can see we're already uh, debating oh, yeah. here and heated, we're only trying to heated stuff we're only trying to explain what we're talking about but no it, it, our friend Chris does not like the prequels at all and I'm quite Shocking. I'm quite happy with them so I thought we'd, we'd get the boxing gloves off and duke it out and we do in fairness so I, I think we should stop going on with ourselves just yeah. as much as we do on the show anyway. You're going to have enough of this for the next few hours. Um, yeah, it's around about the usual length. Um, it's got everything in it, and I do apologise for some of the sound quality here and there. It's pretty good for what it is, but uh, yeah, this is the first of three that we'll be releasing, which are our first shows. But yeah, this was... On a Saturday, before we got moved to our new, busier, more successful time slot yeah, on the on the Sunday, nobody was listening. Oh, well, we hope so. <laughs> we we can only hope, can't we? Um, this is nineteenth of March, 
and it was when we were on a Saturday during our brief period when we first started with no listeners and we were all on our own and then it took off when we moved to the Sunday so it's all really good um, we were beginning to discuss Zack Snyder's Superman and I think the show begins with us going into a discussion on the upcoming Preacher film and how disappointed you were because it hadn't quite worked out how you wanted it oh, to oh yeah I was horrified Okay. Still am. Well, we'll go straight into that now. So straight back from the dawn of time, the very, very first episode of Starburst Radio, just for you. Uh, unfortunately, it's in the hands of DJ Caruso, uh, director of uh, some classics you might know. Yeah. E- uh, Eagle Eye is one. You no. remember that Sh- Shia LaBeouf? Oh no! No, I don't. Disturbia. Yes, with Shia LaBeouf. Yes, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, at the at the cinema at the moment, I am number four. Actually, it won't be at the cinema at the moment because it it's had its week now and nobody turned up to see it. Yeah, uh, so that one's oh, gone. Oh dear. Yeah, so he's just been talking uh, uh, because he's doing a lot of press at the moment for I am number four. Um, he's revealed a few little casting nuggets. Uh, okay, so for anyone who was excited about it. Uh, prepare to be uh, disappointed. Uh, in talks for Jesse Custer, Chris Pine, probably best known now for Captain Kirk uh, in the Star Trek reboot. Yes. Which, which he did a good job in. But he I, did, yeah. yeah he did. I don't see him as good. Jesse Custer personally, but. No. Uh, Arseface. <laughs> uh, anyone who's read Preacher knows yeah. Arseface. So anybody who's not remotely familiar with this will be wondering. They'll it's be gibberish. Going, they, yeah. Well, they'll either be saying, wow, that's what the hell, I've got to see that, or, mm, dear, we're yeah. probably killing it for everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's interesting. But, you know, Arseface, yeah, you can't do it justice, but you just have to go accept our description, the, the name of the character, that's very all fitting. you need to know. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Worst of all, though, uh, the Saints of Killers. You you know, you've read Preacher, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. So the Saints of Killers was yeah. uh, 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 a man with no name, Eastwood-esque, uh, mm. immortal, invulnerable cowboy assassin, wasn't he? Yes. Okay, so picture of someone in there, you know, uh, grizzled in the in the sixties, early seventies, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so for that role, for that iconic role, uh, is uh, after Alex Pettifer. Okay. Yeah, star of I'm Number Four, Stormbreaker, and Percy Jackson in The Lightning Thief. Now this this guy, this uh, very very handsome handsome lad, but uh, he's about twenty twenty one years yes. old. Yeah. Yes. Horrible casting. Yeah. 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 So. Absolutely. Um, Really horrible casting or absolutely shockingly terrible casting? Terrible. I'll go with that. Yeah.
slither while they pass, they slip away across the universe. Pools of sorrow, waves of joy are drifting through my open mind, possessing and caressing me.
And you're listening to Manchester Radio Online, and this is Starburst Radio. And sorry about that, we were away for a bit longer than we wanted to be then. Yeah, we've had a few emails in. Um, yes, Rob from Gorton wonders whether the new film will correctly address the notion of super sperm. Now... Cheers, Rob. Rob, one of these... What I've got to say, Rob, is this, yeah? Nice of you to be looking into that. And as much as you are a juvenile individual, sadly you are actually speaking to the one person who has read an article on this. Now, <laughs> it's serious, I have. I read it years ago. And the, there, there was this, it's weird, it was almost like a college piece in some magazine. And the, this is the weird thing about people that are into comic books and are into this genre. You will get them in a position where they will have a problem. They will have a problem with something because of its lack of realism. And it's... Well, what? It's, oh, they will. With something but like they're reading Superman. a comic book. Correct, yes. They are happy with so many crazy things that are going on with all of this stuff. He it, can it, fly say, for one. Absolutely. And then, and then there'll be one or two things that they sort of hook on to, yeah. Like with Superman. Oh, he can fly. He's invulnerable. The, even God Almighty, years ago they've they've calmed it down. Now you used to, in the sixties, he, he had a super brain and he, he he had super thoughts and he could do crazy stuff. I mean, if you read the comic book now, they've toned all that down a little bit. But you know, but you get yeah, you'll get somebody there going, well, he he can't possibly have slept with Lois Lane in Superman two. And I read the reasoning behind this in this in this paper, and basically anything Kryptonian will have the properties of of a Kryptonian. Okay. So when Superman ejaculates, he will leave. He will lose. I'm aware that it's still below before the watershed across the pond. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got to be a little bit careful here. Um, it will leave the body and it will leave at a velocity as fast as it possibly can, because obviously these spermatozoa will have no intellect. They don't have a brain just because they're Kryptonian. They'll just be made of the denser material, da, 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 da. so they will shoot as quickly as possible out of their released object. We all know what that is. And it will shoot up through the, the position it finds itself in, and will go through the entire body of the person, and it will be like shooting a gun upwards through someone and out the top of their head and that was what would happen to Lois Lane if he did that it This was like dealt with in head off, uh, yeah. Mall Rats by Kevin Smith didn't he he had one of his characters uh, talk about this at length Right, yeah, yeah. well I didn't know that and I've, I've missed that but th this is basically what so so Rob uh, I, I'm I've still got a funny feeling they're going to miss that out of this film Probably, yeah I don't know I mean, no, I'll be honest, though. Even in Superman 2, he took his uh, powers away before... Um, there was a super bed in that, do you remember? A super bed? Yeah, well, a bed that belongs to Superman. 
It's like, you know, if it was in the bat cave, it'd be a bat bed, wouldn't it? Okay. Yeah? Well, everything no, has a bat thing in front of it, like, yeah, bat rope, bat thing. So doesn't he have that? I'm not sure. Did it have his insignia on it? No, it didn't. Oh, okay. No, no, no but it did have red, blue and yellow. Oh, things. nice. Yeah, Classy. Yeah, it did, yeah. No, if you, look, if you look back at it now, when the, there's the scene, yeah, he's actually lost his powers because he's, he's took his powers away, so that's right. acceptable. But they forget that and it's all, you know. This is why everyone got annoyed with him having a child in that new film because they're saying, oh, that's not possible. Not, yeah, okay. It's not possible. Can't, you know, can't happen. Because, you know, but it could have happened when he had no powers, but then that kid wouldn't have powers, would he? So, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, so, and yeah. the ability to drop pianos on goons. Yeah, mm-hmm. there, there is that. Um, and, um, yeah, spoiler man, I'm not, whoever that is, I'm not answering the question of uh, who number one was in The Prisoner because there it's coming out on Blu-ray. It's out on Blu-ray now, isn't it? The Prisoner. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. out on Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Good lord! You know, the there you go. You get on well, my friend. You know. Um, <laughs> what, oh my lord! Have you seen get? this one? Yeah. Um, Which one? The one about True Lies Two. Will Jamie Lee Curtis get her penis out? Okay. I did right. read that one. I skipped it to be honest. Too much penis-related stuff in uh, in the five minutes. Yeah, I I think what you're what if I'm not mistaken, that's that um, little rumor that's gone round about Jamie Lee Curtis, and it's gone round for a long time. What can you can you elucidate? It was uh, it came about Again, we're in, in the dodgy ter- yeah. dodgy territory here. Because, it's, you know. it's all bollocks. No, no pun intended. Uh, I mean, she's been married <laughs> to uh, Christopher Guest for years, hasn't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah. So no, she won't be whipping her bits out for True Lies too. Okay, no, safely say. Uh, yeah, that was the problem, isn't it? I mean, she was a, quite a uh, quite an attraction for that film, wasn't she at the time? Yeah, someone someone's uh, emailed in saying HBO shows that we forgot Curb and Boardwalk Empire. I forgot Curb. Right. Well, we'll talk about. But we no, got... sorry, I forgot Boardwalk Empire. Right, I mentioned, well, I mentioned okay. Curb. Yeah. yeah. You've seen Boardwalk Empire. I've seen the first episode of Boardwalk okay. Empire. Well, I'm saving it. We'll we'll discuss Boardwalk Empire at the end of the show on TV Zone because that's that's a good time to uh, to get into that. I think. Um, yeah. These. You were mentioning earlier about the this there's some debacle gone on with the latest Wolverine. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah well, the, yeah, it was exciting news uh, last month when Darren Aronofsky. It's uh, a good writer. job he's not been drinking. Do you know that name? Darren Aronofsky. You, you guys out there, it's Saturday night. If any of you at home, you've had some wine, whatever, just try saying that a few times. Darren Aronofsky. Awesome name for that. He's, of course, it's a drinking game name, isn't it? He's the director of uh, Requiem for a Dream, most recently uh, Black Swan, and The Fountain. Um, so he's worked with uh, Hugh Jackman before, and now it was announced that he's uh, uh, he's on board to direct another Wolverine movie, simply entitled The Wolverine, uh, which were you saying that's going to follow his exploits in Japan? In from the, the, comic, from, in the from comic, the comic book. book, they hinted at it at the end, didn't they? Was it a post-credit yeah. sequence in the comic book of what, uh, origins? Um, yeah. What what happens in the comic book is he basically after 
after. I hate saying that word basically. It's sort of pointless when you're on the radio. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get rid of superfluous. I can't say that properly. Superfluous, superfluous words oh. that make us appear unprofessional. <laughs> right. The the thing is, there's another one. We're going to. I'm going to write a list of these. Um, yeah, Wolverine. It was the segment after he's been made into mutant. Uh, Supreme with his claws. His and, you know, he's had his, his, he, he was uh, he's, he's Weapon X now and he's trying to find himself and he ends up in Japan and that's where all this The Wolverine comes from where people are wondering about the name. It, uh, it is his exploits over in Japan. because He's something like a, a fallen samurai type character. It's just another part of the mythos that built up to who he is and they wanted to tell that story because it's really interesting. Now, okay. if you go down that you tell a good story great brilliant that would be a great film um but you've got to you've got to laugh at what's happened with this and and i i've been bitten by the other film and if any of you out there have seen the other wolverine film oh, x-men origins wolverine mm-hmm. yeah that's the fa- one that famously got leaked unfinished it got leaked unfinished and Everybody, there was uproar. Uh, people like Hugh Jackman going, "Oh well, it's like seeing a a Ferrari without the paint job, and it's all this and that and the other, and it's not going to be very good." And yeah, you know what? I'll hold my hands up. I am not going to admit that I downloaded it off the internet at all because no, no. clearly that would not happen. That's bad. I just happened to be around when somebody who knew somebody who maybe doesn't live anywhere where you can get sued in this country downloaded it, and they put it on at my house. So. <laughs> I had a look at it, and yeah, it was really unfinished, to be honest. It had lots of bits missing. So I thought, oh, well, that's unfair, and I shouldn't have ruined it for myself, really. So I thought, okay, go to the pictures. It was it was hardly any better. And do you know what? It, it was actually missing the curiosity value, because I was watching this film that was unfinished, and you watching it going, oh, so that's what they'll do. They'll map something onto that, they'll cut this here. And I was finding it quite interesting, like, oh, this is how they make a film with all this CGI in. But obviously I'm thinking, well, when it's finished, yeah. It'll look see, awesome, see. yeah. What I didn't realise is the, the Ferrari was going to be painted with hammerite. Yeah. Um, which is what happened, so... I went to see it at the cinema, and that, that is so stupid, isn't it? You know, you go to be filled twice like that. So, sorry, the cinema, okay. It's it's a terrible film on every level. They waste a load of characters. It's awful, it's boring. They have, um, they have what's his face, Ryan... Um, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds as Deadpool. He was great uh, in at the beginning, and he was good. He was doing the wise-talking bit and all that, and then they turn mm. him into some Frankenstein's monster, get mm-hmm. rid of him. The whole thing was a, uh, it's a butchered mess, and the, the whole thing was just absolutely appalling. So you've got to go through that and then say, right, well, can we just not make any more? But no, they've decided they're going to make it. Yeah, but Aronofsky's on board. He's a great filmmaker, so that is really exciting news. Uh, they're yeah. stripping the title down to just simply The Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, but news comes now uh, that he's uh, Aronofsky's Ofsky. He's mm. gone. He's left the project. He has left the project. What what you've got now is a situation that I find highly amusing for all the wrong reasons. I'm now pretty aware that we're probably going to be subjected to another awful film. But, OK, I suppose that's it. It might be brilliant. They'll find someone else. It'll be good. They'll have to get another one in uh, pretty fast. But so. here's, my, here's my bit of comedy about this. They, uh, they've... 
<laughs> Darren Ar- there we go. Darren Aronofsky has had these meetings with them, and he said to Hugh Jackman, if if people are unfamiliar with what Wolverine looks like in the comic books. Uh, he's not really a Hugh Jackman. He's shorter and wider, and he's a sort of different shape. Whereas he's getting a bit older now, and he's lost a bit of weight lately. And Hugh Jackman looks a bit more like Clint Eastwood, quite tall, quite heroic. So, which is good, you know. But it's it, it, obviously Darren. He wanted somebody to look like his comic book hero. So he has a chat with him and says, "Well, for this interpretation, for my vision, and that's what you got to remember here." Every director's got a different vision. Someone else would go along and say to him, oh, well, I quite like him looking a bit different than the comic book. He didn't. So he said to him, oh, you put 30 or £40 pounds on, really bulk up and do Good it. Good So he's had it for months, yeah, and he's done it. And and it's all it's all done, and it's all buffed up and bulked up, gone through hell, put loads away on all the rest of it. And um, and then and then they have the meeting, like this media types do in the Starbucks, LA, bang, like, oh yeah, that's a bail on the project, Hugh. I'm sorry about this. Um, as he sits there, y- yeah, I'm surprised the clause didn't come out. To be <laughs> honest, I mean, oh my god. And then what, what's going to happen next? He'll be thinking at the um, at the end of this. He's he's bound to be thinking, oh my god, what if the new director comes along, has a look at me, and goes, Hugh, looking a bit of a fat bastard, mate. A thousand thundering thrills await me Facing insurmountable odds Greatly the female of the species Is more deadlier than the male Shot, shot, hara, hara, shot, shot, hara I'll shout myself hoarse For your supernatural force The female of the species is more deadly than the moon Oh, she deals in witchcraft And one kiss and times at four How can heaven hold a place for me When a girl like you has cast a spell on me Oh, how can heaven hold a place for me
welcome back to Starburst Radio at Manchester Radio Online. Um, yeah, I've been getting some emails over some of the music that we're playing. Uh, as you would expect, being a uh, TV, movie, fantasy, genre, radio show, we are playing some music that relates to that. We've, uh, we've been playing some music from Grindhouse, which is our main theme. And we've also been playing... Uh, uh, Fiona Apple across the universe and we've had uh, well there was a lady asking about uh, the spiritualised track that was on called Out of Sight and Are You Man Enough the Four Tops there's plenty of them that the connection of the last song was Space who sadly lost the rights to use their own name at once well in fact I can't remember the name of his new band now but uh, he did uh, quite a lot of music at the time that's popped up in films, and that one was featured on the soundtrack of Austin Powers. Uh, we've just been going through the news, things to come, and we've pretty much gone through a lot of new stuff. We've not, we're running out of time on that now, so we're just going to be moving on quickly to um, one of our main columns that appears in the magazine, the Starburst magazine, which is It's Only a Movie. When we look at a film or some films or what's happened in the cinema, it could be anything really. Um, it could just be a simple review, something that's outraged us, something that's absolutely amazing. We think you shouldn't miss, or more more than likely at the moment because we've not we've had a bad run of films. To be honest, the the only films I've seen that have been any good have been uh, they well they've been shall we say the more more mainstream to be honest I've not had many pleasant surprises lately so what I what I think the best thing to do now is move, move on to that section but don't forget coming up very soon we've got our man on the street the the gentleman who really 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 is not that impressed with George Lucas over the last 10 years for subjecting him to uh to some films that he's not very happy with or, or, that, that carry the Star Wars banner and where I will try to fight the corner for the other side and, and Mr Chris Hayes will be acting kind of as referee at that stage okay. and uh, yeah the, the gentleman is Chris Brooks and we know him because we drink in the Fab Cafe, it's a cult, cult TV movie theme bar, anyone who's into this sort of stuff always drinks in there in very Manchester. nice place it is actually, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you, if you go in it, you'll understand why we like it. It's great, but yeah, that that's where we uh, we know Chris from. And there is nobody that that we've heard that's been more outspoken about this. So we thought, yeah, we need to share his views with you because this 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 guy he's yeah. quite angry about it. He's not he? happy. Yeah, no, I, I wow, fuming. Seriously, absolutely fuming. I, I don't understand how anyone could be so angry, but. He's not happy. <laughs> so yeah, on this this week, it's only a movie. I went to see a film that evoked a response, and the weird thing is, so did you? Yes, I did. What film was this? Battle Los Angeles. Okay. So why such an extreme response from you? I'll share mine later. Okay. Well, the whole thing. Look. You know how exciting it is to go around to your mate's house and watch him play a uh, video game for two hours? You know how exciting that is? Yeah. No? Well, it's not, is it? Well... It's, it's tedious. I, 
I switch off when I'm in that situation. Yeah, it's it's one of them where I it's it's a hangover situation. Yeah, I've just well, got up. My friend stayed over at my house. Um, he's got up a bit before me, and he's playing a video game, and I can't really move, and, and I'm sat there having a bit of water, going, oh, grief, I've got to go somewhere later. And he's there for two hours playing a game, and I can't be bothered moving. Look at this bit, it's awesome. Yeah, you know, and, and then you end up finding a lot more out about the film than you really are happy or comfortable with. So that's, that was me. I mean, I saw, I saw it, but I have different different reason. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I I've just I've been had again. It's the same same scenario. You it, were ranting about this early. You were talking about Skyline, weren't you? Yeah, which, it was. which I it sounds like it's I dodged becoming, a bullet there. It's becoming a term of of reference, and it, it, it is. It's becoming a term of reference. It's I I think it, you, people will refer to being skylined in years <laughs> to come because <laughs> over the last six months. There's one trailer that that guy looked great. It looked like it a did massive, look fantastic. Massive yeah. big invasion. Who doesn't like an, a good alien invasion? Well, movie? this is this is the point. And I thought, wow, this is absolutely superb. This looks great. There were some scenes of people being sucked up into spacecrafts. It looks like Independence Day. Fantastic. Massively big, uh, ambitious. What fun thing! And at the time, yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. So I thought, great. Go along and see that. And it's one of the worst films I've ever seen. And the entire film was in the trailer. Yeah, the I've heard this watching. a lot. Yeah. This trailer looked like that film. It had the same sort of. I uh, thought the trailers for Battle Los Angeles looked pretty good. They were pretty they did, inventive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought the trailer for Skyline looked good. Yeah. I went to see it, and, and effectively, Alien Invasion. Well, that's easy for me to say. Alien Invasion kicks off. So what happens? Um, they're in this apartment and then they're in this apartment mm. and then they're in this apartment watching okay. it all through the window. That sounds brilliant. Then then they decide, let's go downstairs to the car park and escape. So they go downstairs to the car park to escape and you introduce to your first couple of characters. Spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah, we, we should have yeah, warned, right, warned on, the listeners get, first. Um, get doing if what, you haven't seen Skyline. Get doing... Get doing something else if you haven't seen this but I'll, I'll be honest with you don't or don't maybe they listen want, to us yeah listen if they to listen us, to this they don't, don't need to see yeah, skyline or battle, battle los angeles yeah, don't so buy it on dvd your choice unless you need a drinks coaster because believe me it'll be about three quid in uh, in the bargain bin at blockbuster um yeah that again we're back to that they've gone downstairs you're introduced to your first new character and then they get killed off you don't even know who they were um then you back up in the lift um, then you're back in the apartment again. Then they decide to go up on the roof, and then there's, yeah, that's it. That's a film. I right. mean, I can't. I forgot how it ends. I forgot how it ends. Something I, with brains being I, I don't put remember. into human bodies. I, yeah, that's it. Yeah, the end. Oh my god. Yeah, that's how bad it is. I have actually switched off in my own mind. The end of the film. It was that bad. He, he ends. Does he not end up like a zombie, this person? But the the partners are happy that they've still survived. Don't watch this film. Nonsense. Right. So that's that so, Skyline, so, so, directed so, by the brothers Strauss, who also found yeah. out recently they worked on Battle Los Angeles in the early stages, as because uh, the brothers Strauss, they're yeah. effects guys yeah. predominantly. What you've got to what you've got to bear in mind is that those two guys. 
they need to never ever be let near a any megaphone. kind of any kind of camera equipment again yeah they they're a problem they need dealing with they need taking out of the scene they need completely you know completely taken out of this scene and not being allowed to make movies again the the problem with them is quite simple. They probably were very good technically behind the scenes. They could, if you give them a budget, they could probably make some oh, good special yeah, effects. They'll, they'll deliver. Yeah. Um, they, that's what they do. That's what they do. Yeah. You know, they, they, there are certain things that people do. And Stick very to what you know best. Yeah, yeah, Stan Winston was a guy who made special effects. He made a lot of model work. He was he's done the most fantastic stuff. He worked on The Thing, Aliens. Yeah, it's I, a legend. I've never seen any films he's directed. No. And, but I think he's great, you know, and that's it. So these two fancy themselves. I mean, anyone who calls themselves the Brother Strauss, I mean, I'll leave it at that. I, yeah. I don't know what else to say. You've you've got to... You start out with, with Tosser attached to you straight away the minute you start doing that. So that's what gets me. And then they, they make this film and then now you're telling me they're connected with this other film, which Yeah, they were. The, because, the producers of Battle yeah. Los Angeles but, were pretty angry yeah. at them because they basically, you yeah. know, did a, f did a few months on that, did a bit of a effects work, uh, got out of there, went, went off, did Skyline, okay, and then, you know, six months later, Battle Los Angeles is finished. They, they feel that they stole a little bit of thunder. Now... Uh, in my opinion, what how that affected Battle Los Angeles is what you were saying before. When you saw the trailer for Battle Los Angeles, you 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 instantly said Skyline. I did. Yeah, no, I, I, I did. I don't want to don't want to see it. Do you know the frightening thing about it? Skyline starts off amazing. There is a full fledged invasion going on, and then after two three minutes, it then goes twenty four hours earlier. Started out with Battle Battle Los Angeles. Yep. And I sat there yep. and and I had my friend sat next to me, and started out two or three minutes, and then it goes twenty four hours earlier. Yep. And that did the Ooh. same thing. Big invasion, full yep. scale thing. Los Red Angeles flag. with flames. Twenty four hours later, sorry, earlier. I then look at my friend, and he sort of same look on his face, and I went, "Yeah, this is this is not a good sign. This yep. this is exactly the same. Exactly the same thing happened. I sit through two hours of a video game. Yeah." What is going on? What is going on? The whole thing, all the way through. They're the most stupid bunch of soldiers you'll ever meet. They're fighting these aliens. These aliens, they don't know how to kill them. They don't know what they are. They, then they start showing a bit more of them. But what's happened here is they've obviously spent a lot of money on effects, but not really enough. So they do. They keep cutting away, and then they'll show these these robots, and they're they're kind of they're, they're aliens inside. Yeah, I'm a, still not sure what. I don't think I ever got a decent one, decent look at an alien throughout yeah, well, this whole the movie. Thing, they'll tell you that's genius, but I'll tell you they've done that because they've no money. Now the the problem with this is the. They start doing this, and, and you're going, oh, right, I see it, quick cuts and merging with another scene, and then all of a sudden you'll have something out of focus. They did the out of focus all the time, and you did, couldn't quite tell what they were. No. So I thought, oh, we've got a big payoff. Also, nobody could hold the camera steady. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. all, all you know, it was, field, yeah. but, but really bad. It was, it was sort of so like called documentary-style. Yeah. Cloverfield meets... Um, meet, meets District 9 which is a great film if anyone out there has Agreed. not seen it you need to see District 9 it's it's quality acting 
everything the whole mm-hmm. thing it's a great story it's a great film it's actually got a lot of messages in there but without being preachy it makes you think a bit like, it's a great film now this is not a great film and it goes all the way through through it it's just like a video game this the you you were describing it there were bits where they they go off to rescue someone from a police station like yeah, side just mission. like yeah side missions side the mission. whole film is structured like I, I a video game yeah. i mean honestly I'm, i know it sounds like i'm having some sort of breakdown on air over this film right it's the biggest pile of crap i've seen for a long time and and there is no excuse for it full of clichés it's dreadful the dialogue's terrible oh. The acting. Move aside, and, I'm a vet. And if I... Oh, my... Yeah. Will you please explain to everybody... I'm just going to rest now. Okay. Because I need to get my breath. Can you please explain to them the vet stuff? The vet stuff? Well, they've managed to capture one of these aliens, and uh, they're busy dissecting it, looking for a way to, uh, you know, find a weakness. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, you have that line. One of the people that they've just rescued uh, uh, barges their way in and uh, says, yeah, stand aside, I'm a vet. No, that's uh, that's a bad line, but there were worse lines to come. Didn't she have pet insurance? <laughs> well, I mean, no, these adverts, there's no excuse. These adverts on every five minutes for that, you know. They, they I did quite were, enjoy that scene, actually, when they were ripping what? it apart and Good stabbing Lord. organs. No, I Good don't, you know. Lord. There, there I, were I, a few I, things to enjoy in this movie. Were they? Uh, yeah. I can't, could you write well, them down, please? Uh, okay. I, well, I, have you got I, pass me that napkin? <laughs> Do you know what gets me about the the Michelle Rodriguez? Uh, yeah, she's great. Yeah, but, we like her. We like yeah. her. We think she's great. She's really yeah. good. It's excited to see her in this movie. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking, whoa, she's in it. She's it's military. Whoa, this will be great. Yeah, even she's shitting it to be honest. Yeah, the she's got thing, nothing to do. Um, you know, yeah, and hot on. I mean, good lord, the lead. Aronet Cart. Yeah, if mm-hmm. any of you are unfamiliar with him, he, he was Harvey Dent in the in the Dark Knight, and he he tries his best. God bless him, he tries his best. He looks pained. It's supposed to be a war film. The the, the pain on his face. It's it's method acting in this film. He he just wants. He can't wait. He to plays get a tortured marine on his last day of duty. Correct. Ring a bell. Oh. You know. Right. Okay. So, cliched. So we get we we're pretty much of the mind that it's yeah. Please don't go and see this film. I mean it. I'm not. But I mean, really, really, don't go and see. The this damage film. is done, Mike. It's I, it's already made a grotesque amount of money. You are going to get Battle London next or how, Battle how, Paris. What is it made? Uh, so it, I do, don't I mean, have it's the. It's doing all right, is it? I really? don't have the figures. Uh, but it's huge numbers. A lot of people turned out of out to this movie. Yeah, we're, forget it. it Next year, the pr- the problem with this is it does actually stop people from from trusting trailers, and that's that's my issue. Now mm-hmm. you're telling me that this has um, it's made money. This that's franchise great. has got the potential to run and run. You know, you, you battle. Uh, battle wherever, battle Ipswich. You know, you, you can you can do anything you want with this franchise. There's a million tales to tell. Uh, hopefully, all the people that did go and see it feel the same way as us, and they won't turn up to two, and that'll be that. You know, yeah. I've not read any wide reviews of it. I, I can only say that the, the general consensus is that it's it's pretty poor. Yeah, this is the thing, isn't yeah. it? And and yet it's took all this money. But the the uh, the the problem I've got with it is this trailer issue at the moment. 
I've seen a lot of trailers over the last year, and you'll be at the cinema and, and all the rest They're of it. They're out of control. There, there is a trailer for a film uh, that a lot of people will have seen called Predators, and that had sequences in it. That oh, yeah, that were weren't included in weren't the movie. In the yeah. film. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually seeing that. Then I'm seeing Skyline, where the, 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 all the sequences of note are included in the trailer. Yeah. There is nothing else to do. Nothing else to do at all. So, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, look, all you lot out there, just email in, because that's the one thing I've forgotten to uh, push. We are getting emails, but we want to hear your opinions on some of this stuff. If you've yeah. seen it and we're wrong and you think we're a bunch of whatevers for having a go at, at this fine, wonderful piece of celluloid that you worship then please email at studio at manchesterradioonline.com. And anybody who's just been tuning in to these crazy guys talking out of their arse about films, you're listening to Starburst Radio, and if you're interested in Starburst magazine, you can go online. It's www.starburstradio.com. Sorry, sorry, it's not Starburst Radio at all. I've made my first faux pas. How can I recover from this? It's a disaster. Broadcast is that sure? Yeah. Right. I'll give you the correct website address in just a moment. I think that's the best bet. Sad, pathetic, no good sperms who need grotting with cheese wire. Is your mother still alive? You sad, pathetic drongo. From Manchester with love. The best things in life are free, but you can give them to the birds and bees. I want the money. But your love won't pay my bills. I want money.
welcome back to the greatest radio show in the history of humanity, Starburst Radio. And, yeah, I've got myself together now. My little meltdown there. Good, good. Yes, the website address is www.starburstmagazine.com. It's very good. Oh, and we're looking for writers as well, if there's anybody out there fancies writing for... Our fine magazine. I think, I think you'd like to have them on board, wouldn't you, Chris? Yeah, that would be amazing. When yeah. does it launch? It was still um, end of April? End of April. We are looking for a launch, providing we have the content. And There's it is no great. deadline for writer's no, submissions, no, though, is it? No, that's no, going to run no. and run. No. Anybody's interested in doing something for us, then please, by all means, if you write this down, jordan.royce at starburstmagazine.com. And the Jordan Royce is because that's my first name, but I don't use it. All my friends call me Mike, unless you annoy me or you're writing to me from a bank, in which case it comes as Jordan Royce, so I know it's not a friend. So it's, well quite, said, it's quite handy, that, isn't it, when you just use your middle name? Yeah. It's all right, that. Right, we're coming up on the bone of contention, but we've got a few emails. Um, and Jeff from L.A., uh, is it me or does a rock soundtrack always spell trouble and lead to a shit film? Now, is he talking specifically about Skyline there? I I'm not sure if he's was talking... Was there rock music oh, in yeah. Skyline? Yeah, is that oh, what he's yeah. talking they, about? He was, I think. No, I have a theory on this, am I right? Let's, 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 let's go into this. Rock go music, on. bad rock music on a soundtrack where it all starts screaming and things happen and all the rest of it. Right. Well, it's not the 80s anymore, is it? You know. Well, the only film that's done it really well was Transformers the movie, the animated one. Oh, Oh. Haven't we got that coming up? Oh, I'm going to later on. Gonna, oh, do you want to yes. hear that, everyone? Oh, yeah. I love that. You've got the power by Stan. No, no, that's that's the look. Oh, not the power. Right, sorry. That's He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. He's got the power. Sorry, sorry. Getting my eighties properties confused. Good here. Lord, this is going. This is this is it's something. Right. It's only the first show. It's fine. We're allowed Listen, these mistakes. Right, look, 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 anyone out there, they've got a problem, you know. You can't take us on. We're professionals. We've been doing this for an hour and 20 minutes now. Um, yeah, the, there's another one there. Let's have a look at this. Um, Rumour has it that Brother Strauss used the time they were working on Battle LA to work on Skyline. Yeah, yeah we covered I, that. I can believe that. We covered that. Yeah, yeah, I can believe that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. So... Chris, wait, is that is that us for this month on the movie side? Because we'll move on to the bone of contention. Yeah, I, I think Battle LA got away lightly. If we, if we had some more time, we could yeah, have, we ran uh, out we could of time. Rip that movie apart like there they was... did that little alien with that vet. Yeah, could have destroyed right, it. I have got one other thing about it. Okay. Yeah, I just remember. Is it the? Uh, uh, is it another line? Is it the the marine line? The yeah, the bravest little marine I've ever met. You'll have line. to qualify that to people and explain what that's from. Oh, that's that's from Battle LA. We're still yeah, on Battle LA, think, aren't we? But they will think that you they that were might... talking to some short marine or whatever. But in truth, that yeah, that was that was said to a person. Yeah, yeah, a little child. Little child. There's no his reason. His dad's just died, dad's Danny. Just, yeah, yeah. held in his little bit. tears. Yeah, it was, bless him. It's one of them things. Yeah. That was on the side mission when they went to rescue some people for bonus points from yep. the police station. Absolutely. Yeah, it's fabulous that. It's almost oh. like you know downloadable content that wasn't it that you get for a for a film. <laughs> like, but uh, no, we uh, we have Mr. Chris, Mr. Chris Brooks, isn't it? It is, yes. And he is with us in the studio to discuss our bone of contention. Now, 
They, oh, Houston, we have a problem. What's that? Chris and Chris. And the, the you know, this, how are we going to deal with this? You see, the problem here is now Mr. Chris Hayes is, is, a, is a media personality. His career is, is very important. There, there the is, there is a, about? I'm talking about your worth, your value yeah. now. And the thing that you've got, you see, he's Chris with a K. And this is Chris with a C, but the go we've got a phonetic problem, you see. Now, Chris, yeah, Chris with a K. There's another famous Chris, Chris Christofferson. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. you see. And we've also got uh, the guy who played Whistler in uh, Blade. Yeah. Yeah, him as yeah. well. See, there's loads of these Chrises. That's the same Chris. I was getting away with that. Sorry, mate. Oh, there's only one, isn't there? There's one famous one, and I'm oh. I made two out of him. All oh, right. They, there's people out there, they wouldn't have even known that. We should now, have rehearsed. Oh, dear. Well, right, well, I'll just talk, go, if, if I need to speak to you, I'll just go, Chris. I'll make a <laughs> like that, and then he's like, well, you can't, you can't leech off his fame, right? Yeah. His fame, right, so so we've got that all agreed. That's right. sorted, so, totally so clear. So how are we going to start this off then? Because um, who goes first? And I, we were talking about we should have 90 seconds each to... State our case briefly, and then and then ding dong away we go. Okay, right. So what what do we do? We do toss. Who goes first? Yeah, go on then. Because uh, what do you want? Call it heads. Chris. Yeah, you're going first. Did did you all hear that? By the way, the microphone's quite away from the coin. I was I could have just got a sort of sound effect. It's to all do it. fair and square. I saw it. Good. Yep. Okay. Go on then. The Star Wars trilogy. Original versus the abominations that were brought out more recently. They just shouldn't exist. They're bad in almost every way. Wow. You were saying earlier, I was listening to the show, that there's people that will have their Superman and their this movie, that movie, but they can have whatever movies they want. But not Star Wars. They belong to a certain set of people and should not have been messed with. There's so many things wrong with the trilogy that was of prequels. I will admit to having watched all of them in the cinema once, and I have watched episode one again today just to confirm that I was <laughs> right. The, the entire film, as it was needed, was in the poster, which was a small boy with a shadow of Vader behind him. And that was brilliant. That was just said everything and was so exciting and led to so much excitement. And you go to the film and it destroys it in the first five minutes. There's not a lot worth watching in the second and third of the prequel trilogy, and I haven't. They're quite successfully destroyed, um, or quite successfully reviewed on um, YouTube in several parts, taking them to pieces as films themselves. And I would advise everyone out there, if they haven't already seen... Uh, I believe it's uh, Mr Plinkett's reviews under Red Letter Media 
to go and watch them to find out why they They're are They're on such, YouTube, aren't they? They are on yeah. YouTube. I've watched them. Yeah. Another thing I, I was listening to you earlier saying that um, Battle for Los Angeles, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen, but I would probably enjoy more because it wouldn't give the disappointment. And you were saying it was like watching a video game. There's some entertainment in watching a video game that someone is playing. Watching episode one was watching an advert for a video game where you haven't even got the interaction with the person playing. I think you've got about another 20 seconds. There's not anything else you can say in 20 seconds. They should not exist. There's too much in all the scenes. You can't concentrate on any of it. It's a, a case in a lot of the scenes that less would be more. The screen is just too full of pretty CGI's that tell you nothing. There's no characters to like. Is that time? That's time. Right. Harsh words. I'm going. Right. He's off. See, I understand this. I do. There, There is a part of childhood, and you go back to watch a film, and it's part of that nostalgia trip, and these films did not have that going for them. Now... Where they're big, they've made a big hit with children, and I've seen it with young children, having had some children, and they love them. They die to the point where I've seen children that uh, don't think Alec Guinness is Obi Wan Kenobi. They think that Ewan McGregor is. They 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 go, who's the old guy? You know, they they love these new films. They've taken to them. Are they worse or better? I don't know. I get Jar Jar Binks battered over my head whenever I defend them. And I I have a really tough time defending Jar Jar Binks, of course. I appreciate it. But at the end of the day, I wanted to see the big battle where Darth Vader became Darth Vader. There was the fight between Ben Kenobi. I read about it in comics when I was uh, a child. And I read, I read all of these things as, as abstract stories, didn't think I'd ever get to see them. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you get a chance that, oh, we're going to see the visual representation of this. And I do get a lot of the flaws with it. And I do get the fact that CGI models, I'm a massive fan of model work. I'm a massive fan of all that. And I do get the fact that George Lucas pushed the boundary. But I get told... The the big phrase that drives me mad, and this is where I'll end now, the big phrase that drives me mad, George Lucas has raped my childhood. Mm. And they all say it, and they all do. You get into it, and they say they've raped me. No, he's not. He probably created a nice, happy part of your childhood. And then you've gone back to try and take it back and found that you're older and you're not as susceptible to the wonder. And it's very hard to recreate that with new characters. Now, what would you have rather had the prequels or sequels to them where the other characters are a bit older I mean you've had Indiana Jones do they've done another one and everyone had a go at how old he looked yeah they addressed that in the film but everyone had a go at that so that's that's what I'm saying and now we'll pass over to Chris and then we'll see if we can the three of us have a chat hmm okay so is there anything redeemable about the prequels in your opinion they end Oh, nice. You see, see. See, he he did use the the word abomination. The The word abomination. Wow. Uh, Yeah, sure. The poster for episode one 
was brilliant that there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, but there has and to be a film, you know. They they can't I, just would, I, on, sat I could have done on, that on Photoshop. I would have sat and yeah. watched that on a screen for an hour, in preference. You've to... admitted that on radio. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have. You have. This is these people recording this. Yeah. Okay, but what Seriously. about Revenge of the Sith? Because, you know, I, I'm a little shaky on the prequels. Uh, I, I, overall, I, I like them. I can see that there are massive flaws. You know, you mentioned Jar Jar Binks there. Uh, we were talk talking earlier, weren't we, Mike, about CGI? You know, these movies were completely uh, made Listen, and armed, I computers. I'm not a fan of CGI. Yeah, no, neither I'm am I. Not. Especially poor CGI, which there is a lot of that in the prequels also. But I think Revenge of the Sith is one of the best Star Wars movies. Even uh, to me. Yeah, let's, all right, I'll, uh, if I concede that, that there's flaws in them, I, can't, I do defend that third one. That it was, was that it, it was excellent. So Star Wars, it was great fun. What really was wrong good. with Revenge yeah. of the Sith, Chris? Go on. I have to admit, I cannot remember. You are kidding from, me. Uh, but that's Revenge, not a the good thing. thing, the, thing, thing I remember from, remember. the thing I remember from Revenge of the Sith is the last line, last couple of lines where Anakin's become Vader and he goes, "No," and. That was a homage to bloody Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. yeah. They all go on about that. They had that on a loop on the website. Can you believe it, someone took the time to do that? Where you just yeah, go, I went on. It. I think it was yeah. no Star Wars no dot com or something. Right. It's been tucked down. Probably George Lucas got fed up and did a Star Wars Christmas special on it. But Ooh. they. Uh, oh, that's great. Get go and watch that if you can. Everyone yeah. out there. They, well, I'm um, going to bring that up in a but, second but, as yeah, well. Yeah, all right. He did. No, but but he didn't. He didn't have good news though, did he? He's woke up, he told him he'd murdered his wife, yeah. who was pregnant with his twins. Had she died he's, of a broken heart go? at that point? Yes, in the back of the net, son. No, he's not going to say that. He's probably going to go, no! no! Isn't he? Is he gonna, what, what's he going to do? Yeah, and, 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 and he's got no legs and stuff, and he's in he's a... a he's, half, he's half a robot That's now. Well, he is, but, but isn't that good how they've got... Because he's, he's like, Dave Prowse was something like six foot eight, yeah. Um, we've met Dave Prowse, he's a, he's a tall guy, and Hayden Christensen, he's six foot, he's still a tall Strapping guy, but lad. he's not, but he's not, he's, yeah, but that's it, he's got, he's got robot legs, so he's taller. Yeah. That's awesome, that, isn't it? People will be wanting to buy them. They will. I think so. Now, are the prequels, for you, the, uh, aren't you used to Lucas uh, already screwing up this, uh, this beloved franchise? I mean, you had... Straight out of the gate in 78, was it? That yeah. Star Wars holiday special. Oh. Okay. Well, um, how many people yeah, this side was... of the pond got to see that in 78? Right, if you guys well, over it's there... Still, it still exists, it's still, though. I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. And that, now that, that is an is... abomination. I will borrow your phrase for that one. Right, sir. no, no. I'm here saying that. I'll, I'll give you that. That is an abomination on a level I've never seen before. But the thing is, he... I understand how that happened, yeah, because I've been involved in business and stuff, and what happens when you get something that's successful, you want to take it easy and do stuff, and you do, 
do. We did I opened Fab in the years ago in '98, Fab Cafe, and the that, that I created that years ago. Oh, so we're not pretending you don't own that anymore. Is that out of the bag now? Because we were no, doing a little rapport before. I'm, oh yeah, I'm I've, I've heard of Fab Cafe. It's well, a, it quite is. a smashing do, place to drink. We do, but I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to no, not it, say it. I still is. I didn't open it when it opened. You sure. know, I, okay. I, I was creator. I'm. I'm not running it now. You know. No, I'm, of course uh, not. No. I'm. Uh, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> believe me. If if I was running a bar now, I'd be having a drink at this time of night. The um, the thing is that uh, I got pressure straight away for it. Right, the the brewery, the other people, the people in money. They went, oh, people like this. Um, right, let's get some more things going. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. George Lucas. Believe me, and I'm not defending the guy, you know, I'm like, like, oh, George, George needs my help, you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, George he... Lucas does not need my help to yeah. make sure that he doesn't get a bad press. Well, you know, uh, balance. The fact is, I do understand that when Star Wars hit that big, there is no way, and he, he can revise history all he wants, but he did not, when he opened up, Star Wars at the Chinese theatre, Man's Theatre, and and mm-hmm. that, and it started to do the business it was doing. Yeah, you you don't think he just went down to the pub um, with his mates and went, yes, yeah, that's what I said. You know what I mean? No, he was walking around the room at home, going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and he was, and he was. So someone comes right, holiday, we've got to do something Star Wars holiday special. Let's get it on quick. All oh, right, what can we do? And this is what you get. So the, what, what was get. in the ho- what was in the holiday special? Right. Then let's uh, let's go through it. Yeah, singing. We had a uh, princess Carrie Fisher singing along to the Star Wars yeah. theme tune. You, you uh, Carrie Fisher singing along to the Star Wars theme tune is is absolutely scary. It's yeah. frightening in a way. She looked that, a little out of it as well, didn't she? If I remember, she looked absolutely yeah. lost. She she looked like she'd just been given half a gram of crack and uh-huh. wheeled into a studio to do they that. They were dark days and, for and the fish. Was enjoyable than the pod race. No. I'm going to get Good. onto the no. pod race in no. a minute because that was one of my things. I saved it's like that. I've got a bag of things here that are metaphorical that I've saved and I'm pulling that out in a minute. But the the thing is, the she, oh, she! It was so horrific that bit. And then, and then you had um, B. Arthur as oh. the owner of the cantina. Yeah, you're going to have to explain this because some people might not know who that is. And B. Arthur from the Golden Girls. Yeah, you know, sadly, oh, she's listen, sadly gone listen, now. Some people yeah. out there, they've not seen the Golden Girls. Well, they should. Uh, they should but, have. It's but, on DVD now. Go out and get it. But yeah, the Star Wars Holiday Special. It's got one amazing thing. It's got the first appearance of Bob. Oh Fett, yes, animated. Yeah. And that some people think, oh, well, and it's all right. Yeah, it's it's the, the animation is a little shoddy, but uh, yeah, Boba Fett's there, and uh, yeah, like yeah. you said, the first appearance. He... But it, it's, I mean, God, when we're right, saying, yeah, Chewbacca goes home and the missus is there. He does the, for, for all... Life Day. Well, the, the, the whole story behind it is Han Solo is trying to get Chewbacca back to, I don't think they refer to it as Kashyyyk. Was, was, was. Harrison Ford in that. He was. Christ. Yeah. He oh, looked very sorry. upset about it as well. And I certainly shouldn't say something like that. No, every, um, everyone was on board. I, 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 I'm just shocked that, 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 you know, he wasn't doing some carpentry or whatever. Yeah. Um, he's, he's famously into... Can you believe that, though? You, you're him and he, that's your big thing. Wasn't he... D- wow. You're into carpentry? You're Harrison Ford, you're into carpentry? Well, what's, what's, what, God, if he, so if he visits Manchester, yeah, 
and I want to uh, get friendly with him. I've, well, I've got to bring some MDF out. <laughs> some, you know, what, what is that all about? So that's the that's the holiday special. That was yeah. in ni- all the way in 1977. Yes. Uh, you ha- 78. You also- 78, sorry. Oh, that's so genre fan of me, that, isn't it? Sorry, I sorry. think you'll find it's... In the 78. Yeah, oh, we've had, we've had that done a lot. Um, yeah. But, yeah, okay. You had so the special editions as well. They came uh, pre-prequels, didn't they? Yeah. The special um, editions with the, all the uh, the added... Added extras that should uh, yeah, be there. The, again. Oh, okay, let's do five minutes on that, right? But what we'll do, we will listen to something very, very nice, and then we'll get back onto that, because I'm from what I'm gathering here... I'm thinking that Chris has got a bit of a problem with them as well. Ooh. All around me are familiar faces, worn out places, worn out faces, bright and early for the daily. are filling up their glasses no expression no expression hide my head I want to drown my sorrow no tomorrow no tomorrow and I find it kind of funny I find it kind of sad the dreams in which I'm dying I've ever had I find it hard to tell you I find it hard to take When people run in circles It's a very, very And yeah, we're back, and 
Yeah, well, where were we? You said something controversial again, hadn't you, Chris? It's not controversial. It's, it's a bit, isn't it, it? It's a bit, but the original Star Wars was filmed, was edited to have a pace and tell a story. Okay. And I get that, yeah. And then 20 years later, yes, it's a bit messy, all the copies are old, let's tidy it up a bit, let's add in some better effects so because the, the effects while they were brilliant yeah were of their time he was always unhappy with it wasn't he he was always unhappy with it but adding just because you can now add in extra bits of sequence that change the pace in the film yeah it doesn't, doesn't mean you should mean just it let it lie yeah and Changing Han's character by having him... Now, I think I'm going to agree with you on uh, on pretty much 100% on this, this issue, yeah. It's, oh, he's a nice guy, really. He'll only shoot someone if if they've already shot at him. Yeah, no, atrocious. He'll shoot someone if it's to his advantage to do so. Uh-huh, yeah. It's the whole Greedo shoots first debacle. Uh, awful. And it's such sloppy handling of it as well. I mean, they didn't they just shift... Harrison Ford over uh, like a frame, like so, yeah. oh dear, it's, awful. It's the Greedo's presumably had a little laser a, beam a bounty hunter who uses a gun on a reasonably frequent occasion, and he mm. can't shoot someone across a table. Yeah, it's it's it, it's shocking, and it wasn't the only shocking addition to that movie. Uh, like, you also I don't had know the, whether it's a. Not a tribute to that, but um, Mal in Firefly. Oh yeah! On a couple of occasions, right, sure. just walks up and shoots people because they're in his way. He's always it, been. It would be more convenient if they weren't there. Yeah, absolutely. You know I've been really quiet here because I've been. What have you been soaking up to? it up. I'll tell you what I've been up to. I've been soaking up this because what what it is, I do get. I really, really, really do get that bit. I really do. I, I, fa- I also found it a bit weird. Yeah, how they they did it as well. And and when I watched the first one, but but again, with me, it's a mixed bag. I took my I took my children to see this when they were, ooh, you know, nine, ten, eleven. About that time. This is the special edition re-releases. Where you know you got married and you're having fun for a few years. You know what I mean. So they're they're quite close together, mine. And uh, and and it was such a magical experience for me. If if I was, and I mean this, and I'm not being overly sentimental here. I genuinely mean this. When when I go to my grave, yeah, I've got some really fond things and the, you you think, oh, do I get a chance to think about all these awesome memories? You know, well, hopefully if I don't get bloody Alzheimer's, you know, um, which which is a, a big fear of everyone. But uh, you, This is taking a dark turn. It's taking a very dark turn, yeah. but I'm going to tell you now that, that there are times that you get to spend with your children where you do stuff and there's times you get to spend with your friends where you do stuff and they, those are the things that make the person that you are and, yeah. and i'm not saying oh star wars has defined me at all it hasn't. but there's a lot but, of memories but, associated but it, with it it yeah. allows me you too. to have some experiences that are great now i remember uh, taking them to see the star wars films 
all three of them, the original trilogy, the, the, as, as he says, the only trilogy, at the cinema. Now, now at the time as well, you've got to bear in mind that the spe- special edition of the first one, that really did box office, yeah? And, and I get what he's saying, and I do agree. And the bit where they've incorporated Jabba into oh, the sequence and he hops over his tail. If you guys actually have a look at this now, there's some weird sequences in it. And um, I'll get into this, and I will, I'm going to concede a lot here, but I will say this, what it did give me, I saw those films with my children at the cinema yeah and and it was such a lovely day out we went to kfc afterwards and it was great and it was and i thought well i couldn't have imagined that i'd be going seeing this film and and you know what i saw them at the same cinema that my parents took me into Manchester to see now my grandparents raised me and they took me to see star wars and i was so 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 excited as a child that it just come out as a big thing and all that and it was a saturday and then you know when they're doing something and they're wandering around the house as parents do sometimes and then you know they're up to something and then it's like, oh, and then they went, right, you need to get ready now. And I'm just messing about doing that. And they go, no, no, you need to get ready. You know, we right, need to go shopping. Oh, yeah, right. So Stockport Town Centre is going to be absolutely amazing. It's the place to be, is it? No, you, you get a, a drink. And, yeah, they took me to the Odeon in Manchester yeah. to see. I've got a similar memory. Yeah, yeah. And, and I got to do that with, with my kids one of my favourite memories and they really really enjoyed it and 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 yeah you know that that I'll give George Lucas that he gave an excuse for you to take your kids to see something special with you and share it with you and that's it some of the and the only way he could do that really that's what I say a lot of people miss out on that they just think oh this is George Lucas being an anally retentive um, possessive control freak who wanted to add this and add that but there had to be a business acumen behind it he wanted to get some more box office and do that and it's such a good way of achieving it and and that's why i quite i forgive it a lot but oh yeah it's a mixed bag the the one that they and here's the thing now i i my memory of this is i love the Death Star sequence and they pan away and so show some of the X-Wings and, and all that and it all looked really good and then you've got that explosion which sadly you know that 3D type explosion that now every science fiction film you ever see, if something explodes it, it doesn't just explode it the little shock waves, the shock yeah. waves you know, and all that, which you know that that's fair enough and if I showed the utter utter geek that I am that was first done in uh, in Star Trek, right? <laughs> and it was done in the uh, undiscovered country, yeah, uh, at the beginning. And I actually he, think that addition, some of the cleaned up special effects of the the yeah. dog fights and the explosions, I, th- yeah. I think they work better but, in the re-releases. They, for some reason, Moss Eisley, and when when you're going in yeah. there and these old creatures and yeah, the Moss Eisley bit is. The bit that's messed around with I have most a problem with that. Yeah. I do have a problem with that. And then We're and then, all on agreement but, there. But, but oh, what, look, we what, can throw some more stuff on screen. What 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 happened in Empire Strikes Back? Was there anything different in that one? Uh, there was a few cleaned up shots of uh, Cloud City. Is that that's it? about it. Yeah, it was very oh, right. subtle. So is, that admit, is he admitting that the one that he didn't direct is... Yeah, is, didn't is need perfect. anything done to um, him. Yeah. Uh, but Am I ma- remembering he, it wrong, but did in the original... Re special edition. Did Luke scream when he 
as his handcuffs off and drops down the... We should have checked this out, shouldn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah that well, is... Okay. That you is know, with fairness, you're getting into that one, right? Oh, if I cut your hand off... No, it's, yeah, well, but he's complaining he, of the cut-off, but then it's, he resigns yeah. himself, I'm it's not It's a sacrifice. You, I'm going to throw my... And then he seems to be surprised that he's fallen yeah. to his death. It's, in, it's a shame, because it's probably the hand that he, he uses but, to uh, mess around with his lightsaber, oh, if you see what I mean. Um, also in um, Return of um, the Empire Strikes Back, you've got Darth Vader suggesting to um, the Emperor, let's yeah. try and get Luke on our side. Yeah. You go back to the prequels, there's always two, the Master... Mm and his trainee. So what are you saying is... So should, shouldn't, shouldn't Darth Vader think, hang on, there was the Emperor and Darth Maul, and then he died, then there was me, so mm -hmm. let's get Luke on, and then there'll be the Emperor and Luke and... Ah, see a problem there, because there'll be three of us. Ah, he's blinded and by the love for his son. Of course he is. He's, he's like, ooh, we'll, we'll family business, you know, <laughs> we'll expand this thing. We'll have three, we'll have four. We'll have some more kids. We'll have like you know, you know, you don't know. Could be like a pyramid selling, couldn't it? You don't, you're not sure. But, but, but one thing I will say this: this is what gets me. And God, you know, I've ended up, I've ended up, um, sort of being. You've sort of got me over to the dark side. You're actually doing this Sith thing because I'm. I, I've, I've ended up on your side here, which. I'm not. I'm going to pull back in a minute. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. You're losing your way. Here. I am Come on. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We've been. But, but this isn't technically part of the initial it's thing. This is sort of a side where we've gone into the special editions, right? But but the third one. Yeah, I have a problem with the uh, with the third one because they they did alter it an awful lot and they took away. Uh, there was a great. There was a song that was sang in the uh, yeah. Jabba's palace by Size Noodles. Yeah, and yeah. and that, you know these are all characters. It's not like I'm mega geek for even knowing this. These are characters that are toys that have been sold. That have been these books been written about it. What everybody out there needs to realise is the Star Wars universe is massive. Yeah, it's massive, and and the these offshoots are seen. Uh, we need to get into what's canon uh, to somebody, yeah. because people, some people, they don't really understand canon. They they understand oh this happens that happens and I understand canon as the. Can you uh, explain canon? The dummy's guide to canon. Uh, well, I'll I'll do my best. Um, you know, with any successful franchise, there's uh, lots of offshoots, books, comic books, um, video games. And uh, canon is when the creator of that universe uh, comes along and says, uh, yes, this actually happened. Uh, those That comic book series didn't. A uh, recent example is the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Joss Whedon came along and he continued his own story, uh, Buffy Season 8, in comic book form. He says that is canon. Ignore all the other comic books it's that have out been on written. It's Blu-ray now, you know. Uh, the motion, motion comic, the, these motion comics. Yeah, that, there's a whole show. Yeah, there's a three-hour show, a three-hour motion comic special. What do we like this new development? We'll have to do it again sometime. I, I think it, it bridges the gap. Does the creator have to say it's not canon yes. for it not to be canon? Yes, or he does. If it's written and he says nothing, if it's written, he says nothing. It's canon. If it's okay. written and he says no, then it's not. I, I missed that page out of my dummy's guide. Yeah. Doesn't that Did mean not he know has that. to read everything? Can't he just go... But, but, 
that does leave this grey area where someone will write whatever. I read this amazing review in in you'll laugh at this in issue number eight or nine of of Starburst magazine. Oh that, crikey, that, that, what that year magazine. was that? Um, Nineteen whatever it is. It, it was We're starting in seventy eight. Definitely before my tenure as editor. Yeah, right. Um, kind of because I was at school. But <laughs> the, the thing is the. It, it had a review of um, the first ever novel that wasn't written by George Lucas. Either. George Lucas has never actually written no, it. He, he wrote the Star Wars novel. He didn't write it. It was ghostwritten by Alan Dean Foster. They spent two weeks in, in a room, just and he ghostwrote it with him. Now... The, but that's fine, because, you know, Alan Dean Foster couldn't have written it without George Lucas there. Now, the whole Star Wars prequel was written in that in that foreword at the beginning of that novel. And if you read it, it's got everything that happens pretty much where it misses out some stuff. But Pod yeah. racing, Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, the, the pod, yeah, the pod race is it's in there. CGI. Yeah, yeah, the CGI's yeah, missed yeah. out of that, obviously. Very now, dull politics. Oh yeah, trade um, as opposed federations. To yeah, you're supposed ah, to be. Yeah. Oh, you're supposed to be neutral. You hey, know, well, right? yeah. it back, you. Like, like yeah. I said, yeah, yeah. I can see, yeah. I can see flaws in okay. in both trilogies. Right. Yeah, yeah, you don't. That's you don't why go I'm... Nick Clegg on me. <laughs> don't, don't That's do why it. I was bringing up the, right. the the re-releases, and now everyone who says the prequels rate my childhood, why not the re-releases rate my childhood? Oh, you know, or the holiday special right, rate right, my right, childhood? Right, right. No, well, no, not point. not quite. He's, no, that did. No. The, even then, even but, then, no, even when you were a kid, there's some things you watch. Yeah, you would never have watched Star Wars again after after seeing that. I'll be honest with you. And, and how many times and, did it air once? Oh, am I right? Ser- seriously. But it's it, read, it, readily available it on bootleg. It was in the UK. It was never, because it was one of them things, and believe me, I've had these things happen to me, yeah, where you've done them, you've done them quickly, right. and you've realised what you've done very quickly. Yeah, This, and this sounds done, like this Whoa! show. But this might be back next week you don't know they the 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 owner of the station he, he might he might like this right he, he might you know there's some people listening i think they, they keep they keep sending emails and stuff oh yeah i've got one um oh what's this one about wait a minute stan bush is is the person who did you've got the touch so i've got oh. to try and find that while i'm conducting this conversation well but done I'm who was very that from distracted me keith just Keith. Keith. Just Keith. Yeah. Well, Keith might. Well, well Keith, done, Keith. Yeah, yeah, there's no just anyone. I mean, Keith might be special. E- email like, again, Keith. You know. We'll give you a proper shout out for that. Yeah, I'm. T- I'm. 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 I'm desperately trying to find it now. So but, uh, where were we with the Star Wars? It's, it's gone crazy, hasn't it? Yeah, we've we've lost our way. Uh, we've I lost think we. Were, I think we were on the, the uh, Return of the Jedi special edition. Us, then we'll get us. back to the the prequels. The pre- there is the possibility. That as a child I was open to excitement and wonder, and now and you're jaded, a miserable human yeah, being. Yeah, I've, I've lived a bit more life, and well, that's very brave nothing, of you nothing, to admit nothing that. Nothing does that affects me like that anymore. Except there are films that still do make me feel. Okay, like re- that, recent that, example: um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Really, Serenity. Oh, Serenity! I'm on board yeah. with that. Firefly, absolutely. And when, and Serenity could have. I've got a theory, and and this is an entire show. Yeah, Whedon would never have done that. But it had to bring in an audience that didn't know about the show. Absolutely. So there was 
he did um, he did a, he, a fabulous job. Unfortunately, that audience did not turn up, so he needn't have bothered. Oh, he dear. could have just made it for us. Right. Um, I think in TV Zone coming up later on, we've got some interesting Firefly news, haven't we? Did you know you've you've really um, yeah? That's depressed me what you've just said because I, you you are absolutely correct. That film. Uh, anybody out there that's not seen it, they, the best thing that you can possibly do is get the Blu-ray. Is uh, Firefly out on Blu-ray? It is, yeah. It is, right. Yeah. Get the Blu-ray of Firefly. It's very and cheap Serenity, as well. And do, just do it. Do it as a marathon. Get your friends round. It's more mainstream than you think. I, I really, really do think that the way to happiness in this life is a big... Would it, would it be about 14, 15-hour marathon? Would that yeah, do it? Yeah, because yeah. I'll do it. Episodes. Right, anybody there? They want to come around my place and and watch this. Right, we'll we'll do it. You know, just email in and let us know. It's mm. all good. Uh, again, you're listening to Starburst Radio, and it's dead good. It really is. I mean, well, it's for us anyway. You know, we've nothing better to do. I'm glad you haven't. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah. If you're interested in Starburst Magazine, www.starburstmagazine.com. Can you believe it? I got it. See? Because it's Starburst Radio and Starburst Magazine. I just want to qualify what happened earlier. Yeah. So, so now I'm. Uh, as what was that, guys? Was it Keith who asked? Who, who, Keith, yeah. Keith and Starburst. This is this is dedicated Classic. to Keith. You got the touch You got the power
first international art exhibition was held in Manchester. There's something about Manchester. There is something about Manchester. It's awesome. And I'm in Manchester right now. We're broadcasting right from the heart of Manchester. Do you like that? That was my radio voice. Yeah, um, my friend, Mr. Steve Berry, he, he, he's the author of TV Cream Toys, and he's, he's awesome. And we, we um, sort book. of pitch-invaded... A, a 70s icons back garden for his birthday recently um not going to get into who or when or why maybe one week but i'll leave it to him he might tell you he might phone him um yeah we were uh yeah he said to me do not develop a radio voice no matter what you do this evening and that was my that was a silly radio voice Ooh. right anyway we were discussing the trilogy, and then we went off on one on Firefly because the, the the thing is, all I'll say, wrapping the Firefly thing up, but there is some news on that later. The it seems to me that of every program that I've ever come across, and every phenomenon that I've ever come across, the Firefly thing is something really, really special, and I mean, it might even be a show in its own right. This year, Firefly has the affection of of everybody and the support of no one. Well, you've got the brown coats, though. There's a whole whole movement of uh, people out there. You yeah, mean just but, general but, audiences? But, but, but you, it's not enough, you see. But, and you used, um, again, I'll use the business analogy, and I only use it not to promote something that I used to be involved in. I'm, I'm just saying that, that we, we did a, a cult television movie theme bar at, at one stage and yeah you you could not rely upon just fans of that genre fans of cult tv movies whatever you had to have people come in that were mainstream that thought it was cool kooky unusual liked it doctor who is a great example of this right now they brought it back you had two or three thousand hardcore Doctor Who fans, and then it gets brought back mainstream with nine, ten million viewers on a Saturday night. Yeah, those viewers, I'll tell you now, five or six million of those are casual TV watchers that do not go out buying Doctor Who magazine. They do not collect the entire five different colours of the new Dalek paradigm toy Dalek. Yeah, they do not do that. They watch something for entertainment on a casual basis and you need them on board and it just seems to me that the firefly is the most successful program ever made when it comes to fandom i think that everybody loves it i have not met one person that likes sci-fi that likes cult tv that likes movies that doesn't think that's one of the best programs they've ever seen in their entire life yeah and yet it more. cannot grab it cannot grab a mainstream audience. Yeah. So, 
Can well, you two explain that to me? Well, it was treated abysmally by uh, the Fox Network, uh, wasn't it? Before it was finished, yeah, the, as an arc. Yeah, but shown I mean, in you the say, wrong you order. Shown in the wrong order. Yeah, Episode uh, two was aired to, first. To get the casual audience, you need to have a consistent spot where the casual audience is going to be watching. Yeah, if I get that. Who it's aired up. it over here? Um, Can anyone remember? Was it? I don't remember. Even back then, I, I, I was torn. The problem is, the problem is... Illegal downloads. Uh, yeah, yeah, well... Uh, um, but... Right. Okay, can, Yeah, if your hand, oh, if your hand is forced... Podcast, is if it? your hand is um, forced, then you've got to resort to torrents, though, the, haven't you? It's you know, free advertising. Who's he? It's huh? Terrence. Okay. I, I, I bought the DVDs. I lent them to two or three people who then bought the DVDs. I took 15 people to the cinema to see the film, who half of them then went to buy the DVDs. Is that the way he's, wo- he's massively it's overcompensating here, isn't he? <laughs> you know, no, I mean, yeah. Now, it's now, you've gone past that point where you're, the, you're a fan that's trying to help out to... Yeah, they, they, we don't need a church, you know, Chris. Yeah. Seriously, we don't need a church. You were dragging people off the streets. Firefly, Church of Firefly. There, there were yeah. a lot of tales of uh, people actually, you know, dedicated brown coats. Those, that's the name of the fans of the show. I'm uh, aware of this. Yeah. I, I pretend... The, I've explained this to you before. I have a I have a strategy with this, yeah, where I get all the enjoyment of cult TV and movies, but I maintain my like predator type cloak, yeah. Where if I'm out and I'm in a social situation, I'm Ooh, yeah, and oh yes, I quite like that, you know, and all that, and then pray they don't like have a rifle through. I was going to say my collection, but there's a room like this walls of. <laughs> The museum, and, yeah. And I've museum, seen it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen got it. A museum yeah, it's most it's, impressive. It's, it's like, um, yeah, yeah. The, the, the it takes a while before I get them back home. These people, because well, the, I have to go. Oh, okay, the the, the the fans were actually buying up, uh, you know, every seat in the cinema, weren't they? In the states, and like actually right? handing the tickets out in the street. So dedicated were they to um, but, but yeah, mean, the, the they, show and the movie, but still, if they don't get it, they don't get it, and that's what gets me. I don't understand how, and I'm I'm speaking yeah. from a personal perspective. Yeah, I watched it, and I I do get the fact that. There was a network, and there were there is always a bunch of suits in a room. Yeah, from someone who always wears suits. I, you know, it's it's one of them things. When you say suits, you mean a certain sort of person, though. Yeah, because we you, all wear suits. Yeah, people wear suits, but there's some people who wear suits. Yeah, and they they're the. I don't mean like werewolves. You get that? Oh, wear suits. Well, okay. Oh, the attack of the wear suits. They, yeah. but but yeah, the wear suits. Yeah. There's a show God, there. let's call them that from now on. That's Wear what they suits. are. They're, they're, these people that are in the office doing doing unsavoury things that ruin artistic integrity and make our lives miserable. Yeah, the wear suits. Yeah, they uh, they're in an office and they're making decisions. And I do understand why they they only get what works. And I said that as an analogy earlier. Like, like I say, I wasn't trying to plug some bar I was involved in. Yeah, I'm just saying that it was a very non-mainstream project that I was involved in. And getting it off the ground, yeah. And no one wanted to know, so we had to fund it and do what we did to get it off the ground. And then all of a sudden, it's making some money. Right. And then all of a sudden, I had these new friends. The wear suits. <laughs> the wear suits that work for the breweries and the banks or whoever. Oh, what do you want to do next? What do you want to do next? So Joss Whedon, 
oh, he had the attack of the wear suits. And you know he did. And they're all like, oh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, my God. Yeah, my daughter watched that. Oh, the demographic watches that. That's that's the meeting, yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, you've got a situation where he's got to come up with the next amazing thing because he's a guru. He's a genius. He is. He yeah, is. and that's the thing, yeah. And George Lucas, same thing, da-da-da. And then he comes up with some stuff, and they're, they're expecting another version of that. They don't give a monkey's what it is. They don't care. They're not interested. They don't care whether it's uh, the exact same plot with different characters, the same setup with different actors. They don't care if it's a retread. Yeah. If, if he did something completely unimaginative that made millions, then... They, they'd they be more than happy with that, and they'd go along with that, and they'd go, oh, brilliant, Josh. What, what, Josh? Josh. Thank you. It is quarter past one, however. I know. Thank you. Been up a long time today. Got up really early. Got up at ten. Got up at eight. So, don't stay. It's not top trumps, Chris. <laughs> it's not top trumps. I'm right. up tomorrow as well. D- yeah, I'm probably not, actually. Um, you know, but... Yeah, you you get how it is. They they go, all oh, right, sit down, Joss. Right, what's what's next? Oh, this one. Oh my god! And and then they go, oh, it's got some civil war undertones, and it's a sci-fi western. It's and a it's western. This, and they what's go, this? oh my god, yeah, western TV program, da da da. And then they go, oh, Buffy and that, and they go, he's a genius, isn't he? Crazy, crazy genius, yeah. And then it's not mainstream though. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh right, he just had one thing, and that was the problem. But- the, the problem is... I it's can't like believe it's... how off, off this has gone, this yeah, show. Yeah, I know. This is disappearing off Should we get somewhere. it back to Star Wars we'll try, in a we, second? We will in a second, but but right. that's the thing that shocks me about the whole thing. I get why he did that. We had the same thing. We, we opened something, it was not mainstream, and then no one would be interested, and all of a sudden it was... Oh, we want you to do that. Oh, do that. Do this. Do that. And and but was he just slightly ahead of the curve because it was a sort of western and science fiction, and then you get Battlestar Galactica, the new series, which became hugely successful, mm. sort of science fiction, and Deadwood, mm. sort of western. And was he just there? Too far ahead of the curve. And the, he's, the he's, I, I tell you now that Joss Whedon. I I've read Buffy season eight. I've read a lot of stuff. Yep, he's me done. too. I, yep. I I I say the whole motion comic thing. He's he's just bringing out. We we'll get into that one one week because the motion comic is 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 massively taking off at the moment. And they did a similar thing with Watchmen. When, they did. Um, they did. Yeah. Zack Snyder's Watchmen came out, didn't they? Yeah. They adapted yeah. Alan Moore's graphic novel yeah. into a motion and, comic. And, and, and it's it was, kind of. It was very good. I, I thought. If anybody's seen the '60s Spider-Man or the the early Marvel comics animated stuff from the '60s, where they they literally had cut out figures that were cut from a comic book and then and then were pasted and then moved about like a bit. Captain Pugwash style. The, Oh, good grief! That's that's like a Picasso. It's like a, a Rembrandt. It's a it's a highly it's a high art form of what I'm talking about. The the uh, the situation is oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, the 
the, the Captain America thing, he'd throw his shield, he'd just be stood like spread eagled, and then he'd have a shield then, and then he'd, he'd, he'd not have a shield in his hand, and then it'd show a shield just literally going across. But, and, and you'd see that it's just been drawn on some transparency and someone's just literally dragging it across, yeah. I mean, right. um, but, but that was early animation. You can't knock it. I mean, my friend, um, again, oh, my God, he's going to end up like some advert for some bar this right? But, but when what we was the bar's name out, again? Oh, go away. The, when we were d- doing the Fab, the Fab Cafe at the beginning, the, um, our friend lent me. Uh, to cells from the Star Trek animated oh, series. Nice. Yeah. Right. And we put them on the wall and then he shared this joke with me and he said uh, and I went, these are really interesting and all that. And then he said, oh yeah I heard a great joke about these at the place where I bought it from. And I went, oh some fanboy. And he went, oh yeah. And he went oh right. And he bought two. He bought one that was just the Enterprise done and then, and then the bridge crew and they're all sat there. Yeah. And um, he went, Wow. If you bought another two, you'd have an entire episode. <laughs> Great gag. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, if you're not some sort of fanboy, you're not going to get that. But but it, it, it's a good gag. But we need to get back to okay. Star Wars. Rewind. But, yeah. but my my problem was, yeah, Return of the Jedi. I I first episode. Uh, oh my god, episode four in New Hope. See, this is the problem. This. Um, You've got all this whole episode thing, and I, I've read all these magazines, and he had nine episodes, yeah. One to three, obviously, four, five, and six, which we saw, and then... And then... Uh, seven, seven, eight, eight nine, nine, and they yeah. were... Which, he's, which he now denies that he, he ever... Denies, yeah. He denies it. He no, never I never said it. that. Never. Yeah. He, oh, I, never, I never said that. Well, I... Uh, yeah. You can probably uh, dig I'm, out I'm the editor issue. of a magazine yeah. that, that he's been interviewed in and he said something completely different so so i do not accept that and i i love him he's great he's great he's a he's he is who he is i mean steven spielberg and george lucas where would you be without them no they're the pioneers yeah exactly and that's it and and even mainstream people that that go, oh, look at these geeks, they're watching this and doing that, whatever. Yeah, they've all seen one Every of their one of films. Them. Yeah. All of them. It could be Labyrinth, it could be Howard the Duck, which I love. Right? I love also. So so here we go, instead of just... I'm waiting for, for, for our guest, Chris, that not Chris with a K, that we're trying to protect his IP on the K with. Um, <laughs> have you got a problem with Howard the Duck? Yeah, man. Go on. No. No, he's not. Okay. I haven't seen it. Oh. Ooh, that's kind of like a you bit of a slap, let, though, isn't it? That's a bit of a slap, though, isn't it? I'm Labyrinth. Sure. Oh, Willow. Labyrinth's good. Do we like Labyrinth? Yeah. Oh, I think no. we all like Labyrinth. I, I feel... Everyone loves Labyrinth. Every, yeah. Everyone loves Labyrinth. It's timeless. We, we do. We do like it. So so that's all good. Um, I've, I've got some emails, and we've been neglecting oh. our emailing buddies. Right, uh, Tim from Birmingham. Initially, in the original Star Wars, the Emperor was thought of as a weak figurehead and the moth, the moths. Grand moth talking. But how many moths were there? See, the grand moth suggests they might be, be lesser, be, moths. lesser moths and, 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 and like chav moth. Chav moth. Do you think chav moth signs on? 
and what does he get paid in and what what happens if he doesn't sign on does he what does his credits dry up what what happens to Chavmoff? who on earth is Chav? mike you've lost me i've not lost you right listen to the emails These okay i'm, re- I'm trying taking I'm, time i'm sorry emailing i'm to sorry this show i'm reading this it is, now i'm just trying to tell you now it's 20 past one Right. In America, no, it's all cool. In America, yeah. they're all listening and it's all nice and uh, this is really light over here. Yeah, and, uh, uh, pretty much everyone's going to be loaded by now, aren't they, it's Saturday night? I'm thinking so, yeah. That that, that may, may mean more people will tune in, actually. Um, oh, he does. He, Tim from Birmingham does raise some uh, very interesting... He does, right. Yeah. We need to go into this. Just I'm sorry about this. Yep, okay. What happens and what will happen, and we didn't realise this when we were planning the format of this show, it will take a handbrake turn every now and again. We will go, whoa, we've just seen something, dink, brakes on, around we go. Right. The Emperor was thought of a weak figurehead and the moths ran the galaxy. That's the original Star Wars. I don't know what this is... Uh, what the source material for this is. Vader was merely a henchman, and as a result of making it up as they went after this, oh, that's a bit controversial, but I was going to get into this, created numerous plot issues. Leia snogging Luke. Surely two people strong in the Force would recognise siblings when they popped up. Very Ooh, good point. Golly. No, I mean... You've got to be trained in the Force, though. You've got to be trained in it, yeah. It's like, being, it's, it's like unlocking downloadable content in a video game. I mean, if you haven't, you haven't paid for it, you can't access it, you know? And there's no Yoda, there's no... no yeah, it's true, though, isn't it? They've not logged on and paid some money and unlocked the code and downloaded it. That's what... But as, as a writer, why would you ever introduce that? If, if you truly knew everything that was going to come to pass in your next three chapters of your epic tale... Why would you ever have Introduced a brother and sister? Fleeting incest, incest in the initial yeah, chapter. It well, just, you wouldn't. It, it just it proves. And then you get Jar Jar Binks popping up and loads of kiddie stuff in the prequels and you're saying, ooh, well, if he's so sensitive that there was no incest in episode one, was there? No, there wasn't. It no, was incest-free. So, so it's incest-free. Oh, was that Plenty the, of was racism. That cover that? Plenty of racism, that the though. Cover? Oh, Go on with that. Yeah, Where's well, that they were, they were, there was another email. Do you do you want to read this out? No, no, no go we, on, go on. Yeah? I'll comment on this. I'll be quiet again. Uh, I've been speaking too much. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure I'm going to read this out, actually. Go uh, on. You know, there's, uh, it's just that talking bad. about uh, lazy racism throughout Star Wars. And this is from, let me see, Devon. Okay. Devon. Okay. Um, so obviously you've got. As in Devon knows how they make it so creamy. Uh, I'm not familiar with that. Do you like the way I've slapped? Oh, that was a bit rude, wasn't it? Um, okay. No, actually, I don't want to read this out. I, mean, I should have thought of this. I think that's a right. little too controversial. There is. There Sorry, is, Devon. There, there is. Um, I mean, there's some. There's some obvious. Some people go on about about uh, that he stereotype some of the characters especially Jar Jar Binks and yep. Watto and those are the two they say that one of them is an unedu- uneducated oh god I can't even say it. uneducated Jamaican that um, had speech problems and the other is a Jewish trader that's just out to screw everybody over for whatever money that he can possibly get Neomodians as well is that what they were called yeah I mean, I mean at the end of the day 
the you do get influenced by things you see in life and and you pass that over into your writing you may create some characters that that appear that way and if it appears in a film and it appears in what you're doing then yeah i mean nobody criticizes these great english writers and directors when they come up with um, a character that they see in life every day and then base a character on them now everybody's defined by something they're defined by the race are they really tall are they really fat are they underweight are they really thin do they talk do they walk with a limp do they, they everybody's got these defining features and and i just think that that it is uh, it could be that these things have been based upon somebody that they know not a race that yeah. they're familiar with yeah and and i get that and i get I, and everyone calls uh, they were going on about that whatever i just well you know for a fact you what you watch a ricky gervais sitcom and and he can be a bloody pillock sometimes yeah but but at the end of the day he bases some of the characters in the things that he does I, I don't think he's basing them on the racist assumption of this type of person does this, these black people do this, this African-Americans behave like this, these Chinese guys have a chip on the shoulder. They behave. I don't think so. I think he just probably knows some comical guy who happens to be Chinese or some um, guy who's really funny who happens to be disabled or this guy, and, and just maybe builds a character on someone they know. Right. Uh, maybe George Lucas knows this really crazy Jewish trader that, that <laughs> lives near him that that carries on a bit like Watto. He just happens yeah. to be Jewish, so all of a sudden he sort of bases it on somebody that he knows, and then everyone goes, "Oh, he hates Jews and he hates this," and it, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. We still haven't finished the Return of the Jedi stance, um, but I I I suspect that we ought to do that after some music because that's the most sensible thing to do Good at idea. a time like this.
Listening to Starburst Radio on Manchester Radio Online, the best station in the entire universe. It's awesome. I was five and he was six. We rode on horses made of sticks. He wore black and I wore white. He would always win the fight. Bang, bang. He shot me down. Bang, bang. I hit the ground. Bang, bang. laugh and say remember when we used to play bang bang I shot you down bang bang you hit the ground bang bang that awful sound bang bang I used to shoot you down Thank you. 
about us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash Manchester Radio Online. Welcome back. Right. We've had a few more emails and we're one off Erica who's wondering when we are going to address Doctor Who and who is the best Doctor Who. Oh, bone of contention. I think that we ought to feature a Doctor Who related bone of contention during the next three or four weeks. That's a good and, idea. And we need to uh, we need to do this. You see, there's a thing going on soon where Chris Chris, yeah. Do you see I won't have to do that after we've we've not got other Chris who who has not got the K. He's not got the K factor. Which is kinda like the X Factor, isn't it? You kinda. Yeah, it's cool. In no, it's part of your bankability. Okay. We're building you up here. I'm keeping right. that then. So so uh yeah, we've uh we've got to uh we've got to deal with the fact that he's going to Vegas and I'm going to Vegas, but we're separated by a few weeks, but Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's bizarre, but yeah. there you go. But if we're both going at the same time There'd be this, no show. this would be very quiet, wouldn't yeah. it, really? So we've got to deal with that. But yeah, we um at this moment in time, are looking towards wrapping up our bone of contention for this week. And yes, Erica, we will come up with a Doctor Who related one. And we appreciate the fact of, of yes, you you really like Peter Davidson, don't you? But oh, he was a little bit rude when I saw him. And some people think he's Have nice. You met some him? Pe- I, Have I you met him once. Yeah, met him once a while ago. He's oh, all right. right. He he's just he wasn't me. He's rude to. I mean, I just saw some of the fans. He was a bit. Oh dear. I mean, there you go. There's another show in itself. Who's all right at these conventions? How Who's does it a prick? go down? Was it all right? Who was? Yeah. I mean, there's some that are astonishingly bad at these things, aren't they? But there you go. Um, yeah, back back to our bone of contention to wrap it up, so we can go on to the TV zone and have a chat about what's going on. Um, right. Where My final we? thing on it on, okay. on it is is the special editions. The uh, yeah, I'm not happy with the fact that they did so much to change Return of the Jedi to the point where when you had the Jedi spirits at the end, it was Hayden Christensen, yes. and they'd completely got rid of the guy who played uh, Anakin Skywalker at the end, and apparently that was the last role that he had in cinema. So that's oh, just that's, completely wiped that's, out. Uh, um, that's a shame. Um, Sebastian Shaw. That's it. That actor, and he looked. Uh, yeah, I get the fact that uh, David Prowse was a little bit put out by the fact that when it came to unmasking Darth Vader, that they didn't use him and they oh, used boo-hoo. an actor uh, who could handle that scene. But what you've got to understand is that key pivotal scene there was the final time. It was the death of of that movie icon. And it required somebody who could act. I think the phrase is gravitas. Is that is mm. that the phrase? Yeah, that applies. Gravitas. Do we yeah. like that? Can we, we like sell a t shirt with that on? Um I oh, I do like I do like Dave Prowse and he's done a lot of stuff over the years and he's done the Green yeah, Cross Code Man and Lord, he's done more than you think. Uh, he's, he was in a lot of Hammer horror films that required someone who's six foot twenty. Yeah, he was in um, Callan. See, I didn't know that. They, they, Consider me schooled. This guy here. Sorry, he's the, he's not got the k going on, but he's yeah. got something going on. He we, does. we need to think about him. Yeah, we need to think about getting him back. 
many times. I seriously. He's shaking his head. No, he's, he's having a he's having a whale of a time over there. Seriously, you you guys out there, you don't realise how much fun's going on in here. You don't know what's going on. This room is a wash with excitement. There's so many forms of entertainment going on. You can't imagine. <coughs> Back to Star Wars. Anyway, then. right. So that was my bit on that, and 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 yeah. Oh, I know that the prequels in time will gain a following. What when we all die? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, because no, more there's still they this this franchise. Go, is, oh, we love that. that yeah, was and they're going to take their kids to. It. Yeah, that's 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 all I mean. When when yeah. our generation is gone, yeah, you know these things will be seen uh, equally. Mean they're any good. But Mike's just told his children love the prequels. That they doesn't mean that. they're right. Yeah, he's saying they, his kids are wrong. No. You're picking, up, picking like a fight them. now. No, I mean, what's I he mean, doing? I mean, these, are, they, 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 have you wandered into one of these genre toy stores, comic book stores, like Forbidden Planet, and gone? Oh, let's have a look at uh, what what we're selling now. Yeah, and and I can tell you now, if we go. On Oldham Street. See, here's a free advert for Forbidden Planet on Oldham Street, yeah? Oh, and Travelling Man. Man. Travelling Man, actually, has a, a selection of stuff. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. You're not supposed to take sides in this, are you? But it's a slightly better shop. Um, you... Uh, Agreed. Yeah, you... You go in there and you have a look at what's going on and you see what the kids are buying and you see what everybody's buying and the toys in there and, and I'll be honest with you, it's full of brand new Daleks, brand new Doctor Who toys, not the classic stuff anymore. And Skyline deluxe action figures. T no. Sarcasm is the lowest form Sorry. of wit. It's, you know, we've got we've got seconds to go with And I'm wasting tonight. it. And, and okay, you, I'll just shut the fuck up. eating it up with Skyline stuff. But um, if they produced the classic Doctor Who figures, would they sell as they well? They do have them. They're there. The classic stuff's there. They're selling, but not the same. And, yeah, there are loads of toy figures, and a lot of them are from the prequels, and they are. Just go in. I'll walk through there with you. Hasn't we the will... toy line just blurred into one now? Yeah. So, like, the kids don't even distinguish between no. original and um, prequel oh, that's, trilogy. That's Obi-Wan Kenobi as an old yeah. guy. That's him as a young guy. That's They're, like, giving away quality yeah. Clone Wars toys at yeah. McDonald's at yeah. the moment in the Happy Meals. You, They're you awesome. Know, you might, you might. Got a sweet R2-D2 the other there week. Will be a, I tell you something. He he will end up having a relationship with somebody, and, and, and this, there are some kids... And there's all these things and nephews and nieces and and like like I say, he's going to end up having to buy a young child a toy from the prequels, no. and it's going to kill him. It's true, it's going to absolutely kill him. Thank you. 
from Manchester with love. This is ManchesterRadioOnline.com. And we're back. That was kind of a radio voice, wasn't it? What do you reckon? Wow. Okay. Right. We've got to reach a decision now. And, um, yeah. I have seen the light on some issues. And uh, I will back out of the door on this argument a little bit. Um, Yeah, the original trilogy, there's a lot of affection. And we don't need to discuss this anymore. And... In time, things will change, and we will do this show again. That's all I'm going to say. So, it's TV Zone. I think you need to do this, Chris, seriously. Yeah, that's TV fine, yeah. Zone. TV all Zone. about TV. Everything about TV right now. And you were discussing Firefly. We were earlier, yeah. So, okay, carry on. This is some interesting news. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Nathan Fillion, uh, Captain Mal Reynolds from the show... Um, you all know him. He was talking on Twitter. He said that if he won 300 mil on, in the Californian lottery, he would basically buy the rights from Fox to fly a uh, Firefly and uh, put the show back into production to air on the internet. Yeah, just like Joss did with uh, Dr. Horrible's internet... Uh, Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, sorry. If you've not seen it, you need to see it. Yeah, it is of interest. it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so, it cut to three weeks later, and a, f- a fan page, fans took him to task on this and uh, set their own uh, charity up. Uh, help Nathan by Firefly.com. Okay. Has so far received uh, over $1 million in pledges to help him uh, uh, go ahead with they're that. Pledges, though. They're, they're pledges. Converted. And, you know, at you the know, end of the day, I think he was. You get a uh, lot of pledges at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Smirnoff is usually involved. I don't think he was 100% serious about this, you know, but fa- fans have not. Yeah, yeah he's, been, he's been put in an awkward situation now, hasn't he? But what, he a, fan- really what a fantastic idea, though. Would everyone would love Firefly back. Everyone would love it to be, uh, you know, the rights uh, in, the, in the hands of uh, someone who cared about this. Rather than Fox, indeed, that we want more Firefly and more visual Firefly would be the preferred version. But is there a, a way of going audio? Oh, oh interesting! Oh, yeah. my, I'm, I'm, oh, audio. With it, you do you mean and that's really funny it, when you consider what's going on here that I'm no, getting all on my mind. I hate audio. audio. Audio's rubbish. Audio's not. Ooh, it's not the same, is it? Yeah, okay. It's not the same, but you can tell the stories. Yeah. I, you can, and you, and you can't tell. Like I say, the you can't see the handsome three guys that are hosting this show at this moment in time, you know, and uh, and and you can't you can't tell when we're no longer handsome, which is why audio <laughs> exists. Well, um, the, fr- the, the franchise has also continued already with the the comic books. Has everyone read those? Yeah, canon. Yeah. They're all canon as well. Joss has uh, uh, co-wrote many of these. People that are tuning in to this show, we need to sort of do some sort of help guide where they they kind of understand all our things and canon. Definite canon. That's not even how you pronounce it. Well, we we did the canon. Didn't we do canon for dummies earlier on? Canon for dummies, and I think we need to have it 
downloadable at some point on one of the websites. I think that the starburstmagazine.com, I think there needs to be a downloadable guide to some to of the geek terms. terms. Geek okay. terms, geek yep. terms, right? Um, but is canonicity a word? Canonicity. 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 Chris? If you say them often enough, yes. Okay. That is actually true, you know. You can create a language by saying it. I mean, where do you stand on text speak? Don't use it. Don't understand it. Oh, no. I bet you do. I do not. Oh, when when do. was the last you time you saw me? podcasts and everything you Yeah, do. but text speak? No. I've never used that. Uh, oh, come on, M8. I'm sure you I've do. never I've never used M8 with you. Never. <laughs> never. How dare you? Yo, you know, I, they, they, I have okay, some I'll, really I'll go as far as a smiley who, face sometimes. Try. They try. I've got some friends and today. they really try. They try. Oh, two day. Oh, I have all had that. that. No, yeah. I've not had that. I've not two had that one. But I do get M8 a lot. Two day. Yeah. Oh, I do it, get it, M8 a like lot. I type out text. Yeah. But you know what gets me? I'm crazy, really upset because you, you clearly, you so get the, you get the smiley faces. And um, and not the reverse smiley faces like I get, and that's really heartbreaking. So on that note, I'm trying to get a bit of sympathy here with a wide general audience. Is the time um, for another news item oh, from the TV zone? Look, we're going on to TV zone, and um, and we're going to overrun a little bit. My apologies, everybody out there that's wanting to go to bed. But do you know what? You you just can't help yourself, can you? You've I want to talk about to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Has everyone seen the costume? They've, uh, uh, if if nobody uh-huh. knows, uh, uh-huh. David E. Kelly of uh, Ali McBeal fame, and uh, many other lawyer comedy dramas. I, I think yeah. that's all he does. Yeah, shows about lawyers. I I have a friend who watches lots of his stuff, and he's uh, yeah. I'm aware of David. Kelly and David Kelly David, yeah. oh David E Kelly David E Kelly um, don't forget that see I'm I'm sort I'm sort of Jordan M Royce but my mates forgot to call me Mike yeah um, do you, does does that mean I'm a bit of a um, tosser I don't think it matters I hope not no. well but David E Kelly yeah um, he's he's been put in charge do, of bringing friend, Wonder what's Woman what's his middle name uh, Ethan. what's his middle name Ethan Egg. Oh, yeah, just found to be cool. Seriously. Right. Well, we don't know what his middle name e- is. So so when you're at a pub, is he like, oh, here's Ethan Kelly. Oh, right, right, right. And then you go, yeah, David E. Kelly, actually. But there you go. I don't um, know. I've, I've not met him. Anyway. Yeah. He, he Ali McBeal. Yeah. That's he- what a lot of people will know him from. And it's sad because he was on LA Law for years mm-hmm. and he did... All really cool stuff that you had the practice. You had uh, Boston Legal, which I didn't watch, but I watched the odd episode. And you get that sometimes, don't you? You you are you watch TV. You're into this sort of stuff. You'll watch an episode, and then you'll think, "Oh, that's really good fun," but you don't have the time to keep catching up with it. And you swear, "Oh, I'll get the box set yeah. when it comes out." Oh, I'll eventually get around yeah, to it. Yeah. yeah. And I think Boston Legal is one of my uh, box set omissions, yeah, that I'll have to get at some stage later on. Now, L.A. Law loved it, Boston Legal, William Shatner, I, I should be watching that. It should be part of my education in life. It's James it? Spader as well, isn't it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, look at, look at the pedigree here. Yeah. And, and, and speaking from a, a slightly geek-chic perspective, 
Uh, yeah, Stargate, you know, Star Trek. Ooh, should be watching that, but didn't get round to it. Now, I am aware of Ali McBeal because I have ex-wives, daughters, things that allow me to access this. Yeah, I get it. I know what it's about. I've seen the dancing baby. I, I, Barry White, all of that. I'm get it. I'm so down with the kids on good this show. one. Yeah, in its day, yeah, and it's and it's written well, and yeah. then and then and then she meets Harrison Ford, and he gets a he gets an earring. Explain that. You... Harrison Ford's earring. Not a good. We're going to devote ninety seconds. Is that to ne- it. next week? Next week's no, no, cont- Oh, we're doing do it 90 now. Seconds now. Yeah, it's we'll been moved it up the we'll, agenda. We're going to overrun by about eight minutes because of Harrison Ford's earring. Really? Yeah, we are. Okay. You got to have a reason for something. I I I don't care that he's got uh, got an earring. He should. Why? Because tell me do. why. I opened a magazine. He's Indiana Jones. They, he can do what he wants. No, he can't have an earring. Apparently, no, he can't. He can have a whip. He can open the Ark of the Covenant. He can communicate with God. He can have a can have a drink with a five thousand year old knight. Yeah, but he can't get an earring. No way. No, you know, he's no way he's allowed that, and and I don't know why, but he's just not, yeah. So that was what happened with Harrison Ford <laughs> after after Ali McBeal. Right. But but the thing is, Wonder Woman. Should we get back to Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. He's writing for Wonder Woman, so he is. He's the showrunner. I've got to admit, he's picked a girl who she's dyed her hair black and she's close to six foot tall she's very amazonian and and looks the part which is great because sometimes you get things like poison ivy was played by uma Uma Thurman, Thurman. and she's supposed to be a very tiny very slight innocent little flower that that is lethal yeah and i just thought the that putting an amazonian type woman into that role you've got to deal with the ability of the actress or actor to get that across and you've got to make them look right. And if you get both of that and you nail it, it's awesome. It's absolutely superb. Now, if you uh, have a situation like this where you've got her, she kind of looks right. and The costume's she, quite faithful. The, the they, revealed, costume, they revealed the costume yesterday. The costume... Uh, yeah, that went online and it yeah. went everywhere. Everyone was looking at this costume yesterday. And if you weren't, well, you know, get Have on you seen there. it, Chris? I haven't. I was working oh, yesterday. Okay, you continue oh, talking. Oh, uh, this, there's a guy here who works for a living. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna get it, gonna get it right, up on the screen right. for Chris well, while you're well, talking there. When it got to uh, the recent anniversary of Wonder Woman, because the uh, DC Comics and Marvel Comics, they have this thing where they will reboot. A number one, and they'll go. They, they can be a comic book. It's been going for like six hundred and forty-five issues, yeah. And then the the figures are trailing, so they do a number one and reboot it and do this. And then when it gets to something like eight hundred, they go, "Oh, this is actually issue eight hundred And then they redo it again, and then you've got to go and buy it, and it's got a hologram on the front, yeah. Um, they did the same thing with Wonder Woman, and I've got to say, David Kelly, David E. E. Kelly, what? What is? Find out what the E's are. Edward, please, I'll, I'll find out now. I'll out find there, out now. Email unless in. you can oh, email him faster email. than I can Google this. Jordan Rice at StarburstMagazine.com. Um, this is the what? What does E stand for? 
David E. Kelly, we need to know. We got, we need to out him, yeah? You know, we want to know what it's for. If it's Edward, very disappointing. What do you want it to be, Chris? With a C. MC squared being a scientist. Oh. Oh. Nice. Oh, right, okay. We go, yes, it's a bit deep, isn't it? It's two o'clock in the morning. In the centre of Manchester, on, on Manchester Radio Online, broadcasting from the heart of Manchester with a very questionable topic. What does the E stand for in David E. Kelly? Is that what we're on? That's is that the topic? That is what we're on right now. I mean, this was not planned. I mean, it might just be... We're over there must be another, there must we're be another David Kelly. We're many, many, many reasons tonight. We're going to wrap this up soon. Don't worry. You can go to bed. But, but no, stay with us, please. You will find out what this is. Oh, come on. No, I've not got it yet. <laughs> Riss. I've not, I've not see, got it. See, I've, I've, I thought I'm, you were... I'm maintaining your intellectual property oh, and your self-worth. And you can't even shambles. find that out for me. It's all falling apart. It is falling apart. The, it's the last bit as well. There's nothing worse than watching a race where your price stallion blows it. Yeah? There were no price stallions here, by the way. I'm just saying, but, you know. No, I can't find it. Right, right, okay. Well, well, that's up for debate. At the end of the day, it right, doesn't really okay. matter. Right, competition. To, right, competition, competition for next time. week. Yeah. Right, something that Chris values massively, excluding his lovely girlfriend, yeah, is up for grabs for next week. That's the prize, yeah. We did not we agree. Will, I've, I've, I'm, I'm, go, I'm going through my papers here. I, I cannot... Ah, oh, you signed for what, it earlier. What? You Where? signed for it when you were news editor. I have not seen, seen nothing. Earlier. Right. What the? You, you are going to donate a personal possession to next week's show. How if dare somebody, you, somebody needs to email in or text in, right, email to me, jordan.royce at starburstmagazine.com or be watching next week and then email in. We want to know what this guy's name is. David E. Kelly. What does he produced Ali MacBeal. What else did he produce? Ali Law. Ali Law. The Yeah. He's a Boston Legal. A lot of other... Right. I've had a text message off the best man at one of my weddings. Oh, God, that sounds awful, that, doesn't is it? it Brian? One of my weddings. Is it Brian? Yes, it is. Hey. And, right, and I know what it is. And I'm not giving it away. And I'm keeping it. That's my thing. That's my That's my weapon. That's my control mechanism <sighs> over all of you. Right? Okay. So, for next week, I know what it is. And if you don't know what it is, you're missing out because we're, you can have something massively of value off him. Oh, dear. We aren't going to say what it is, but it's got to be. Yeah, I don't know what it is at the moment. And it's got to be really special, right? And we're going to give it away next week to the person who can name David E. Kelly's middle name. Doesn't Brian automatically get it, though? If he's if, he, if he's just texting no, no, with no, the answer, he's, he's, he's family. He, he oh right, okay. You know, it's email is employees, all that sort of stuff. It's not being. But he's a, he's a listener. Shouldn't he get it? Oh, he did. He's just he not right. He's not right. Okay, he's fair, got psychic powers and stuff. He's right. he's um, he's so that, uh, a per- personal possession yeah. of mine is safe so far. Yeah, yeah, good. Okay, yeah, no, we'll give it away next week. We'll right. and, and we'll announce it. We might even announce what it is on the Starburst website. Yeah, and 
and then you've got to tune in and find oh, out fabulous. what Fabulous. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. So, yeah. so, this sounds okay. amazing. So, Cheers, where Mike. were we? Right, well, yeah. So we're quite... But there are worries about the Wonder Woman. Well, aren't you worried? I'm very worried because... Not so not so much the costume. I think the costume is very faithful. It, it, look, it looks, looks good. looks like the rebooted costume when DC decided to change it recently and it looks cool and all that. The costume looks good. She's... That's the one thing, you know, if you give some girl who's really short and a bit dumpy looking or whatever, you know, and they, they do do these silly things sometimes where they don't care what some someone looks like she does look like wonder woman yeah. but but the thing is linda carter did um but oh god she's a bit bit big big girl isn't she don't you think linda carter well linda carter now. now compared to now uh, uh, oh 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 linda carter is an advert about what's wrong with society right now why because back in the day she was amazing looking and awesome and everybody oh, I, freaked out. I see where you're and, going. And, yeah. and if you look at Linda Carter in the Wonder Woman costume now, yeah, yeah. she looks like a fat munter on a hen night. Okay, so uh, the, the, the new Wonder and Woman's going to be played by uh, Adrian Palicki. Yeah, yeah. and, and um, the first promo picture of the new Wonder Woman, yeah, quite she, in, looked quite like she looks like a trashy... No, 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 that's her in costume. You want to see the one that they put out when they announced, oh, we've cast a new Wonder Woman. Oh, no, I've not oh, seen that one. she looked like a hoe. No, I've not it's seen that. It's terrible, and it's out there. So, yeah, we've got you interested. Have a look. Check it out. The uh, first picture of her when they, when they announced it. Ooh, not very good. In costume. Awesome. Great. It's, it's kind of like your uh, dream come true. You know, if your partner turned up wearing that, on your birthday, oh, what a girl! Awesome, you know you you'd keep her around. It's good, but um, yeah, I'm not sure about what's going to happen with it. She, he's sort of done this Ali McBeal thing. Yeah, she's is, a successful uh, corporate yeah, executive in this. Yeah, yeah. Elizabeth and, and Hurley plays the villain. Yeah, Eesh, that, I didn't know she still acted. a bit like Catwoman when oh, they, Sharon Stone Sharon is the Stone cosmetics. Businesswoman, yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah. Anyone who's seen that, well, you've got to want to change, haven't you? Um, yeah, basically, she will play this part, this thing will go ahead and we will all see it and we will make our mind up and it could be a bone of contention, Ooh. I think coming up, exciting, old versus new, but but I'll, I'll be honest with you, she really really, really needs to pull it out of the bag if they're doing this thing because she's supposed to be running a company that makes Wonder Woman dolls yeah, and is um and there is a scene in the script that got that leaked on the internet. Awesome! I didn't know. I didn't know that. St sarcasm at this time of night. I don't that know where you sarcasm. muster. I don't know where you muster it. Are you being serious? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I love Go, that. Well, that sounds well, like frisky well, dingo. Somebody, somebody. That, yeah, but it's supposed to be straight. Yeah, it's supposed to be funny, but straight. Yeah, I, and, I didn't know she the, was in that the, line the of business. Problem, the problem is here. They uh, they are going to. Do there are scenes that have been leaked, yeah, and the script has been leaked in a little page here and a page there, and and this page that has been leaked involves her returning back to the office and then 
um, she starts to break into a dance routine, going up the road to all the single ladies and all the rest oh. of it, yeah. Um, and you can get, it's David E. Kelly, which could stand for many things. And, um, yeah, you can understand that he's sort of putting his ident on this thing, yeah. And I don't know what to say on that one, to be honest with you. It's, Time will uh, tell. It's... It's one of them things. I mean, what do you reckon they're going to do with a theme tune then? Because that is an iconic theme tune, isn't it? Uh, Come on, you remember it. I just got distracted because the page, I just remember when I was trying to search oh, for yeah. uh, uh, David uh, E. Kelly's middle name. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was right there at the top of the page. Missed that bit. Oh, have you got it? Well, you yeah. can't give it away. No, now, I know I can't. you'll lose something. Yeah, I You've know. You've got a dog in the fight now, People Chris. are already... Uh, yeah. You can't do it. Yeah, yo, tonight, you've, got, you've stood to lose a lot tonight. But I, I want a bit of credit for standing your ground. I kept your K, right? And I might have given away something of value. But you you got, you got a future ahead of you, and I've got to look after you. And, and, and you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help Cheers, you. Dude. trying to help you by giving something... That special away. You you just do not know, do you? It could be awesome. I do not know. Oh, wait a minute. That that sound means that's it. We're running out. Okay. So see you all next week. Well, will we week. will we be allowed back next week? I don't know. I don't know if we'll be allowed back next week. We tried our best. I mean, what can you do? I think next. week I want to do Bone of Contention Avatar Load of rubbish Absolutely awesome That's our Bone of Contention next week Yeah, Sorted You've been Chris I've been Mike and we'll see you next week Bye bye
Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. until midnight, exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV, and entertainment news. For a free lifetime subscription, check out our website on starburstmagazine.com. <laughs> 